That's a good start. <laughs> I just recorded. So yeah, Black and Yellow is back. Cronus is here, back with Bunny Man. We're here to talk about some shit. Bunny Man left the United States. I did. I went to the motherland, Korea, Africa. What, what Korea. the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's the that's like the mother, mother, motherland. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I went to Korea, South Korea. Um, Visited a buddy, did a little business, hung out, um, kind of soaked up some drinks and uh, ate a lot of good food. That was the main, my main mission there was to buy food and eat it. <laughs> Koreans have fucking great food. They really do. Like they great barbecue. love eating. Yeah. It's very rare to meet a Korean girl that doesn't like genuinely enjoy like slash love eating. I think that's like a culture like in with most, most Asians in general. Mm-hmm. They always have a really rich food Asian culture. Thing. Yeah. yeah. They take pleasure. So I watched like this, uh, this, this tiny Japanese girl. She does like a, I think she's on YouTube or something oh, like that. I heard about her. Yeah. yeah, she just eats like just fl- devours. Right? Jesus, yeah. Does she puke after? No, she's just like this tiny thing. Like some of those people she's are gonna just fuck herself up. Probably, yeah. She's probably like a <laughs> human bodies aren't made for that. Yeah, yeah. In the long run. It's but entertaining though. It is to watch her like because she'll <laughs> eat like a gigantic bowl of ramen. When I say gigantic, I'm talking about like if you took say like maybe actually bigger than a a little bigger than like a basketball mm. and cut it in half. She ate a bowl of ramen that big. Dude, they have people like these, all these Korean girls, that's a trend too, where they just have a whole table of food and they just eat the whole thing and they just film it, live stream it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, I, I can't eat that much. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's entertaining, but. It is entertaining. If that was my girlfriend, I'd be like, yo, you need to stop that. <laughs> well, if, back on, if they start back on the pounds, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Plus, this, eventually, that's just going to add up. That is true. Yeah, yeah, people don't. I think it's funny when people see somebody that's skinny and think they're healthy. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, they could be just as healthy as a fat ass. Yeah, they could be putting yeah. garbage in their body. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, and you can't see somebody's heart or their you exactly. Know, that's what I'm saying. Like or, and livers too, man. Yeah. Liver goes, man. Especially the food they're eating. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyways. About Korea. About um, Korea. I have questions. I really want to go to Korea. Yeah, you need to go, dude. I'll go with you. Really? Yeah. We got got to do that. Yeah. Actually, no, it's funny. Sort of related to the story Mm -hmm. is uh, Starcraft is getting released again, the original. What? Yeah, they got to remaster it. It's going to be the same gameplay. my life for a little while. Yeah, me too. Me too. But (laughs) yeah, but if y'all didn't know, in uh, South Korea, it's, it's basically the national sport. Pretty much. It's pretty fair to say. National sport. Yeah. You can go to like an arena and watch people play. And they dominate. They do. They They're do. really good at it. Really good. <laughs> and also, people have died playing the game in Korea, which is sad. Which is sad. They got yeah. some issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like crack. Yeah. You know what's yeah. funny? It's like there's certain cultures that are like dedicated. I, I think that almost every culture that That's comes to thing. America gets... Well, they have their thing, but when they come to America, it all gets kind of watered down. Mm, true. Right? So like... Yeah, especially when immigrants come, they don't get watered down that quickly. But when, they're, when they have kids, that gets watered down. Yeah. And it happens with... Uh, like when people want to talk about... Um, like African Americans, especially when they talk about how we have problems in the African American community, and people want to—they're quick to say that it's it's a quote unquote black problem, mm. but it's not a black problem. It literally is only an African American problem because if you look at like Nigerians, they're like some of the highest um, paid people in America. Like they're almost neck and neck with uh, white people and Asians. Wow. Like as far as like how like their uh, graduation yeah. graduation rates, mm-hmm. um, uh, income. They seem very motivated. Yeah, yeah, and uh, going to college, stuff like yeah. that, because they still have that that hunger. Right, you know that's what it takes. Yeah, you gotta come over here from another country that sucks more, and then you really appreciate what you got. 
and you don't want to go back to that, so you work harder. Yes, I think we've <laughs> forgotten that. But yeah, back to Korea. Anyways, yes. So, um, Black and the Black Times Infinity has we do a lot of React videos, and yeah. so we started doing some that were Korean videos. Okay, and we noticed right away that males seem to wear a lot of makeup. Oh God! And we commented on yeah. it, and we almost catch Ugh. heat on it every time. Now we we Why, happen to point being it out. Why are talking about it? Yeah, they're just like, oh, well, we, they're basically trying to make an excuse for them wearing makeup. Don't make excuses. They're fucking. It's not just makeup, man. They do plastic surgery. Yes. Like they change their face so they look very feminine. It's it's funny because that's one of the questions I asked. So that whole culture in South Korea is what has allowed them to become the most popular pop culture in Asia mm-hmm. and obviously abroad, but it's because they're so committed to that like superficial aspect. I think it's pretty scary and sad and, and lame and uh, gross. And um, actually, I mean, you could wear makeup if you want, but this is more of a, a syndrome, right? Of like the yes, culture behind perfection. it. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and all the superficial shit. So, yeah, it's gross, man. When I did my little Facebook Live thing from the airport, I asked somebody about plastic surgery if they think it's totally normal. And they're like, yeah, it's totally normal. It's okay. Yeah. I'm like, wow, they really don't care. So, I mean, we judge them. They don't judge themselves. But um, I would totally clown them for wearing makeup. Well, that's, the thing was that I wasn't trying to clown, but I just find it... I'll just point it out because I think it's odd because obviously it's not my culture. You know what I mean? And so I find it odd uh, that it's, it's a little just... odd worldwide. Yeah, I but don't they... know many other cultures where the men wear makeup. But people were that were like commenting on the videos were like, "Oh, why do you got to talk about their makeup?" I'm like, "Because they're wearing makeup and they're men." I'm like, "I'm sorry, the culture <laughs> that I come from. I'm not saying that they're gay. I'm not saying. I'm just pointing out <laughs> that they're wearing a lot of makeup. And they try to yeah. say, well, it's totally normal in, in Korea, South Korea, uh-huh. for men to wear makeup just like out and about. Is that? Is, did you see that? I didn't actually. I don't. I think it's a little exaggerated. I do it have has to be one. Yeah, it's way exaggerated. But I do have one friend that it took me like, um, a, like a couple weeks to realize he was wearing makeup. And wow. I think he had some acne scars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, oh, hey, dude, you got makeup. It was probably more. But I don't know. I just think it's a bad sign to be that concerned with your looks. That. Part of, like you have to wear makeup to have that social currency. So, um, I I don't know. That's why I always joke though, like because all the girls in Korea that have plastic surgery pretty much in the area I was in. They all look the, they, they all, all look, look the that's same. Why they look the same though, because yeah. Have, and so I was like, man, that's so lame. If you're ever gonna marry one, you gotta be like, yo, let me check your baby photos because uh, exactly. this is what's gonna happen. Well, people have gotten sued in South Korea because they didn't <laughs> know that the their wife had plastic surgery and they have like an ugly, ba- well, quote unquote, ugly baby. Or maybe they, they didn't, yeah. yeah, and so they'll sue. And so I think in some instances they've, they've won because it's kind of deception. It is deception. For me in general, um, I know I talk about this with my girlfriend every now and again, and she, she hates it, but I can't stand <laughs> makeup, especially when it's like overt, like a lot of makeup on anybody. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, I want to know what you look like. You know, for better or for worse, I need to know what you look like. I, oh, I don't yeah. want to like wake up to somebody else. You know, I'm I mean? definitely one that appreciates a girl that doesn't wear makeup. Like, my girlfriend doesn't wear makeup unless, like, it's a special occasion, you know? Yeah. Like, Halloween or, (laughs) you know, like, New Year's or some shit. So, uh, it is true. And also, you ever smelled an old lady wearing, who's worn makeup for too long? Like, they smell like chemical death. Like, yeah, I I don't know. I don't think that's good for you either. So, I think the, when you wear too much makeup, it starts to make you look 
kind of plastic eventually. Well, you know? I, I really wonder. Where you're constantly putting all this stuff that's clogging chemicals. your pores. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like how could that be good? There's for your no skin? way scientifically that's good for you. Yeah, like I, I can understand moisturizing right. or you know things that tighten up your face or whatever. Right, I mean, not, right, not right. Botox, but you know, like natural stuff. Right, right. Um, but I just I, I never really got the the whole makeup thing. How people can talk about it's a personal taste thing. I guess it is. Some guys don't mind at all. You just literally put a face on, and you're like somebody new. I got in hell of trouble a long time ago. I did a Facebook uh, status update where I said like something like, "If you think about it, makeup is a form of false advertising." It is. And and oh man, some people like a lot of girls laughed at it. Obviously, they're the ones that don't wear a lot of makeup. And then one girl got really butt hurt, and um, she. Was talking and went on this whole rant about wearing makeup for confidence and blah blah blah. And I'm still like, well, you could also learn to be confident without makeup, yeah, <laughs> which would probably be more confident. But uh, yeah, it's personal taste, man. I mean, hey, when I see some hot chick wearing makeup walking around, I'm not gonna be like, yo, you need to take that off. Um, but I think, yeah, for some reason, when you're dating somebody, it becomes more of a concern. I notice it all the time now. It's like, like the older I get, the yeah. more I can tell when somebody's wearing makeup. You know, I'm just like, that's not what you look like. Like, you're, we're playing a game. And yeah. it's like, you want me to believe that that's what you look like, but I know that's not what you look like. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's a totally mystery what you might happen to look like. Right. You know? but I'm going to stop. So, yeah, but the Korean males in Korea that wear makeup, I think, um, they're mostly people in the entertainment industry, I feel yeah, like, yeah. Um, or aspiring to me. I really didn't notice it on. I honestly didn't notice any guy wearing makeup from all the people that I encountered the whole time I was there. Okay, yeah, they made it seem like it was, like, normal. So, yeah, so I think um, it is normal, I think, in society where nobody's going to judge you for wearing it. But um, it does seem most of the men there, 99% of them are just, like, regular dudes that don't care about that stuff. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I really wonder... But it's probably like 100% of the performers wear makeup, though. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and I can I can understand, because obviously if you're on television or something like that, you need to have a certain amount of makeup on um, so you don't look shiny and stuff like that. So I, I get that. That's different. Yeah, it's different, though. Yeah, because it's not that much. It's barely. It's usually barely noticeable, <laughs> except for some people, especially black people, right. that go on TV and you're just like, dude, your neck looks different from your face. <laughs> Who the fuck you fooling? You know, like uh, like Randy Jackson. You know, he'd always put on too much makeup on his face when he was on American Idol. That's hilarious. I'm just like, I never noticed on. that, but oh, dude, I totally noticed. <laughs> and it, like, they just had that that fake looking face. But I really yeah. wonder if for women in America, in America, if if men wearing makeup would be. I don't think that would be a turn on. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think they would like because I don't think that women look for the same things that no. men look for. No, especially physically. You know, no women in this country still want somebody that's sturdy and can protect them and. Uh, not wear makeup. But what if it's like a yoked ass, like rock looking dude with makeup on? Like full, would, like lipstick and. Oh. <laughs> that'd be a weird. rock? That's different. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a rock artist, you get to do whatever you want. That is true. <laughs> um, what else about Korea? Uh, what was the nightlife like over there? It's pretty good. It's, yeah. they, um, they, it's mostly a lot of drinking. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of drinking, different bars, a lot of eating and drinking. You kind of eat, you could eat several meals, you know? Um, I did go to, uh, this is going to be a good test if my girlfriend listens to this podcast or not. But, uh, <laughs> did you go I to did, Warehouse? I, I did, <laughs> no, I did go to a, uh, a bar where like they have a service where like they bring the girls in to hang out with you and oh, drink with you. Yeah. So it's not they're not obligated to do anything uh, except just sit down and talk to you while you drink and have drinks together, hmm. have shots together, whatever. And I guess guys go there to try and like... Uh, 
pick up girls and try and get them to keep hanging out or get their number or whatever like that. So if the girl is really into the guy, she'll probably do that, but mostly I don't think they do. Um, That'd be interesting because I think that would actually help people's confidence. You know, yeah, I mean? like, exactly. Like young, young men. Yeah, it would. Um, they seem pretty happy with that arrangement. Yeah. Uh, and it's also because, like, you know, they're not whores. They're just, like, bar girls. Yeah. So, um, you know, they just make their money being hosts, basically. And if they want to go home with a dude, that's totally their choice. So yeah. I think the bar makes their money because every guy is going to give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can go to a bar where you're guaranteed happens. to talk to a chick, yeah. you know? Yeah. That'd be cool. I wasn't really that into the girl I was sitting next to. I was like, um, uh, told her I had a girlfriend and, you know, we talked about my girlfriend and so I wasn't like, you know, interested, but, um, it, if I was single, I would definitely be yeah. <laughs> a lot more interested. That's awesome. Yeah. They let you pick the girls too. Like really? they bring in, bring in like four or five at a time. Oh dude, that'd and be awesome. they tell you they, from the numbers one through five or whatever, and you could just pick them. That's like totally. Uh, they do that in like whorehouses too. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with whores. All right, nothing wrong with whores. Everybody's got to love a whore. Yeah, yeah. I think people that <laughs> that oh, why are you call a lady a whore? I'm like, dude, whore, whores are okay. All right, they they have a purpose, <laughs> and uh, if they're good whores, they do it well. So yeah, there's man whores too. So I don't I don't necessarily say it's just, it's just women. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, that's true. I knew a guy, this Japanese guy um, in school who. His job back home in Japan was to be a gigolo for, like, rich old Japanese ladies. (laughs) So, you know, he seemed to enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Getting paid to do your thing. I mean, it's one of the most basic human needs is, you know, companionship. Oh, it is, dude. And and honestly, like, for some people, like, if you, like, people, here's the thing. If people want to judge a guy for that. You got to remember sometimes, if you look at a lot of guys on the street, there's, like, no chance they will ever be able to touch a woman. Like, they can't talk to them, they're not confident, they're way ugly, they're way shy. Like, there's no chance. Like, they're just not going to. So, I think sometimes a whore is the thin line that separates those guys shooting people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And not... Yeah. (laughs) Having some sanity, you know? If people busted more nuts, they would bust way less caps. Exactly. Exactly, window because you got something to live for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's a weird thing. I, I find it from like I'm trying to look at things as like a, outside of being a human being myself, you know. Yeah. But it, looking at us from like a kind of non-objective point of view, I, I find it funny that we have this compulsion to pair off with each other. Yeah, like it's just it's automatic. Like you want to pair off with somebody. Safety. Yeah, it's it's but it's it's kind of beyond that. It's not just. You know, you want that person to just hang out. Like, you have to, like, feel an emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. And I think that the uh, looking for that for a lot of people is difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think that not enough people sympathize with people that have a problem with finding a, a companion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, especially men. I, I think with, with women, um, it, it's a little it's, – it's easier. They just might not realize it if they have low self-esteem or, or, or low confidence or whatever. Dude, it's- still so much easier man because if if a girl has low confidence or self low self-esteem which so many do like any human like there's still so many guys that are going to take a chance on them or put up with their shit you know yeah versus a guy that with the same level you got to make the effort and girls don't make effort for guys like that no and you know what's funny is that now um 
there's like this whole movement. Ever heard of the the whole MGTOW thing? No. Men going their own way. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. So what like, does that it's, mean? It's basically the answer or a sort of solution to femin like third wave feminism. Okay. So what they're doing now is they're they're pretty much tired of being told that they're you know pieces of shit right, or right. just dealing with these these new stupid ass PC culture. Right. You know, and so basically they're they're in they don't want a relationship with a woman at all. They'll uh-huh. pay for a woman to have sex, you know, to fulfill that uh-huh. need. But other than that, they don't they don't want anything to do with with women or marriage or anything like that. They just want to See, be able to do their own like shit. I feel like that's too extreme. That's the same way as uh, crazy feminists. Yeah, yeah. Saying all men are one way versus. Yes. I mean, you can. I, this is just my opinion. Finding a girl that's super cool that fits your interests that you know is a good actual partner for you that's like part of your team like uh and loves you and lets you put your penis in them yeah, that's, that's the like part. <laughs> still way more valuable than any whore well it's true but there's a whore is like not somebody that you can trust with the other parts of your life that having a partner that you can't trust with them right is good you know but with a companion comes risk especially in western society which is, is this true. is some of the valid points that's that, why you gotta i think in you have to have consistent control of yourself so that you're not giving anything away in that situation you know well it's not even that is is if you happen to decide to get married to this person you're automatic if you're a man you're automatically um valued less through society and through laws because oh. if if the woman decides to i mean honestly i think i would sign a prenup but the prenups get thrown out sometimes i'm just like that's scary as fuck like if you literally sign a piece of paper that says you can do this and that and they can still get around that and take you know 50 percent of your stuff and then keep all of their stuff that's Mm, fucked up and so that that's one of the main reasons why a lot of people are kind of joining that that movement and and also the the men's rights okay i can understand that that's fine but i don't think you have to cut yourself off from the opportunity of Falling in love with a woman and having that's true. love with a woman. I yeah, mean, yeah. You can still not get married. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm doing. I'm, yeah. you know I don't plan yeah. on getting married, but at the and same if this girl's not cool with that arrangement, she's not the right person for you, anyways. Exactly. I mean that's the way it goes. It's communication. You should talk about stuff. You should talk about that shit up front too. By the it, way, that's the other thing. Yeah. It's funny you say that. I was talking about <laughs> with a friend about we were arguing because I told them that if I can't find one person to spend the rest of my life with, I'm gonna try and find like five or ten. You know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was judging me for that. And I'm like, I don't, if, if I can't find the right person that I really would trust with everything in my life, like, but you had the option to have like 10 really cool girlfriends that let you do whatever you want. Why would you not? It's like, the thing I told him is like, it doesn't matter what, cause there's like polygamists, there's all sorts of different types of people. The key is whoever you're dealing with, you have to give them the option to choose. Yes. Whatever the setup or the arrangement is, just don't bullshit about it. And if they choose it, that's totally fine. You know. And I think that comes with with wisdom, really, because we're mm. a little, little older, and I think we've been through you know different relationships. I mean, mm, I, I settled. That might be once. part of that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't settle right now. The girlfriend that I'm with now, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't settle with her, but or, my ex-wife, I definitely settled, right. and that was a huge fucking mistake. You know, it's one of the worst. It's the dirtiest word in like human experience yeah settling i forget who said this quote but it said that uh men live lives of quiet desperation right 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 yeah and i'm just like that's totally true like you're just sitting there in this shit i reject that i refuse to live that life i see it yeah Yeah, but it and i've been a part of that too but you know if you have the the luck to get out of that situation (laughs) 
Well, it's not even just... You got to stay out. I think a lot of people that, that are in the situation, they're, they're so scared to it's not the just situation. Luck, yeah. It's yeah. a choice. It is a choice. Like, mm-hmm. if you, you're choosing to stay and put up with that shit, right. and you're scared of what's going to happen without this person, even though you know they're wrong for you. But this, you need to, like, get up and go, though. I mean, you live a, have your life. It might suck you for a couple of years, it's but... It's going to suck that. for a little while, but it's so much better than the alternative. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely better. Yeah. Back to Korea, though. Back to Korea. <laughs> <laughs> since you're from, since you're a Korean American, yes. uh, how did it feel going to Korea? Did you feel kind of like an outsider? Or uh, yeah, I mean, because my Korean sucks, and also I don't look like them. So I actually really, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't really look like me. They assumed I either wasn't Korean or didn't speak Korean because they weren't even trying to speak to me in Korean most of the time, huh. which was hilarious. But I've already experienced that before. I, I actually sent away for a. Uh, 23 and Me test to oh, see nice. what my actual heritage is. Uh, I'm, do that too. I'm pretty confident there's a mix of not just Korean, which is going to be very interesting to get the results because I've always identified as just Korean and seen other like you know like Chinese or Japanese or whatever yeah. as like other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not not feeling any much you know identity with their culture. You know. Mm-hmm. So depending on how things shake out i might have to readjust like what um, and this backs up my theory that to defeat racism the only real way is to just fuck each other it, yeah, exactly just yeah. have no more races <laughs> yeah yep. we're all just gonna eventually look the same yeah um that's the only way you're probably gonna find some mongolian in there oh for sure well koreans yeah. are all mongolian so yeah. we'll definitely <laughs> find mongolian but i think i'm gonna have, find some chinese and maybe even some japanese hmm. um which would be interesting and I'll finally be a mutt. I've always wanted to be a mutt. Yeah. Well, it's not like you'll finally be one. You always were one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> find out anyway. I finally identify as one. Yeah, I definitely want to do that to see um, where I stand. So I'm supposed to have Native American blood in me. Almost every black person says that. Um, I think my, my grandmother's supposed to be Native American. I can't remember because she passed away like a long fucking time ago. Mm. So I want to see how much. Um, probably would help with my adoption because my, my daughter is uh, part Native American. Mm-hmm. We had to get like... Three different tribes to sign off, but if I'd have had my thing that said, "Hey, I'm part Native American," that would have made it so much then easier. That would have mattered. Yeah. Mm. So and I'm just just curious, you know, my my background as well, because I think it's only a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. I looked into a, a so. whole bunch of them because I, I think there's one you can do um, that can track the Y chromosome. So you can basically tra- you can basically trace every single man oh. throughout your uh, your lineage. Wow. And you can only do that if you're if you're a guy, which is weird. Mm. You can't do it if you're if you're a female. Interesting. Yeah, because they can only track the Y chromosome, not the not the double X. Mm. So I had to do a little bit of genetic research on that shit. <laughs> and then yeah, I also wanted to get my uh, you know my, my daughter uh, tested as well because she doesn't look obviously totally African American. Yeah. Because her eyes are kind of you know almond shaped. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> it's kind of kind of. And then when she was born, she had straight hair, but it, it starts curling up now. But uh-huh. it was super straight when she was born. So is that that's not normal? No, not not as far. Uh, no, because my uh, my other daughter it was it was kind of curling. curling. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so we'll we'll see. And but I know that both her parents are African American. You know, one had I think a grandmother was native. So um, yeah, just be interesting to see. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you have any cool stories from Korea? Uh, no. You know, I was kind of lazy. I was kind of beat up mentally, so I needed that little break. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh. You know, all I can say is that the food is so amazing. It's crazy. Like, if you like meat and barbecue and all that stuff, like, you're just going to go crazy. Korean Uh, short ribs, man. Yeah. One of the best things on the planet. 
So good. And uh, no, I mean, the president was, I guess, kicked out of office the day that I showed up. So everybody wow, really? was drinking and partying. Yeah. She was like super corrupt. Wow. Um, A corrupt lady. Look at that. Oh, That's yeah. equality right there. Yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. She was pretty bad. Um, not a good look for the first female president. Oh, um, it was the first female president, too. Yeah. Well, if we'd have, well, yeah, either if we'd have had a first female president, if it yeah. was Hillary, she was corrupt, too. So I have a question, though, going back to this genetic thing. What percentage does somebody need to be to be considered, like, part of the tribe, you know? Well, they say it's supposed to be. So I, I actually did research on this, and there's no real consensus. It's supposed to be, like, 25% or something like that. Okay. Or maybe, or maybe it was even an eighth. But basically, it doesn't matter how much you have. Um, you're probably not going to be able to get any benefits from the tribe. Mm. Because right now, the situation is they have all this money now, right? And so if you have people that are just part Native American, why the fuck would you give them the piece of the pie? Right. If, if they don't... If they have never really participated in your right. culture, if they, you know... Aren't a true part of it. Yeah, so yeah. why would you... That's what most people are looking for. Oh, I can get, you know, whatever benefits, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, look, man, if you are not contributing to their culture in any way or their community, mm-hmm. do you really deserve those benefits? No. Well, then, <laughs> that, that's the way I come, I come at it. I, I would just like to know in general. Yeah, just for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, damn, Korea. I guess, fuck, I was pretty boring, man. I just, I just went, I drank, I ate, and repeated... My friend, though, is going to North Korea to run a marathon. Away from all the bullets and fucked up people? Yeah, they're once North- a year You can run a marathon something. anywhere. Well, that's the novelty <laughs> of it, right? So, so he's going to run a marathon in North Korea, go to the DMZ on the North Korean side, and then go to South Korea and go to the DMZ on the South Korean side. Wow. Just so he could say he did it. And this is like a sponsored <laughs> thing? He's not going to get kidnapped or some shit? I think I think it's a public event that it, you can't really get kidnapped. Like they, okay. he said that they do crazy background checks, like on the whole family, like okay. the extended family, and and all that stuff. So, um, yeah. So hopefully he'll. He said he's going to try and steal some pictures, which I was like, dude, you know, you get to <sighs> fucking fuck. people. Why do they do these things? This <laughs> <laughs> like why you got to push the line. Yo, he's crazy. I don't know. Jesus we'll see. Man. Hopefully he'll be all right. <laughs> I can't talk though. I saw my death coming when I was overseas. So and I and I still stayed. So Oh, I went shooting the other day. That was fucking awesome. Like guns? Yeah, yeah. What'd you shoot? A bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, you don't know? Pistols, forty uh fuck, I didn't forgot the n- names of the rifles. It's all good. Uh, different uh I shot just different calibers and you know, thirty thirties, like fucking It's not your first time though, right? No, no, no. Okay. Dude, I was actually really good. I fucking I've always had pretty good aim. Yeah, I fucking um, I forgot how far out it was, but with one of the rifles, uh, it was so accurate, dude. It was like a video game. Yeah, rifles are they're pretty accurate. You know, it's funny is that so when I was in the Marine Corps, the first time I ever shot was in the Marine Corps, Mm -hmm. and so the first time they had me a gun, I was just like, holy shit, this is a fucking gun. Mm -hmm. And then on the range, like you shoot from like as, as a civilian that I'd never shot before, I was like, these are retardedly long distances. Yeah. Like, the first... In the Marine Corps, the closest distance you can shoot from for your rifle is 100 yards. Oh. Then you go back to 300. Ball field? Yeah. Jeez. Then the 300, and then I think it was 500, 500 yards is all the way back. That's wow. like... Yeah. So, I'm like, dude. And I was, I was more accurate at the 500-yard line than I was at the 100 because wow. of the position that we're shooting in. I would really like to learn and hone my skills in that. It was super fun. I definitely felt the zen aspect of, like, <clears throat> forcing myself to, like, be calm and, like, really, yeah. like... Focus on the like. I had like eight shots, and I sh- I hit like 
six targets. Nice. It, I think it was like at it wasn't a hundred yards. It was probably like seventy-five or something. Was like it indoor? That. It was outdoor. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was like in somebody's backyard, but um, it was super fun, dude. You know, lately I've been having this fucking fantasy of like every time I go movie theater, I'm like waiting for somebody to come in and start shooting. <laughs> yeah. I'm like fuck, man. And having like a little handgun would be perfect for that situation. That's where people that. So, there's like that line, right, where once you understand that you can defend yourself, there's two kinds of people, really, in, in America right now. Mm-hmm. There are people that are willing to depend on others to protect them, and there are those that, are, that want to protect themselves. Correct. And I think that it is sort of ridiculous to tell a person that wants to protect themselves that they can't mm-hmm. because it makes you feel less safe. When, I have, when all you want to do is protect yourself. Yeah, but most people aren't smart enough to uh, uh, be able to navigate when they're just pissed off and think they need to shoot somebody versus, you well, know, if, if when they really need to protect themselves. If that was true, though, we, there's over 350 million guns in America. There's way more than that. Mm-hmm. And if that was true, we would have way more shootings. But most of these shootings are done by people crazy that... People. Yeah, by crazy people that that, obviously, that don't go through the proper channels to own firearms. That is true. That, I that, mean, that's why I was considering it. I fucking... I was looking at... Like, my friend actually brought a really small, um, like... Purse gun, you know. Yeah. It was like a three eighty though. Oh, you carry a purse? <laughs> I got backpacks. <laughs> yeah, man purses. Oh. But it carry... was actually hard to shoot. Yeah, don't carry in your backpack though. It was yeah. <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you, you keep it on your body. Yeah, so it was um but the fact that it was actually so small for my hand that it was actually really hard to aim. Yeah, yeah. I was like I was like, holy shit, I can't carry this in public. I was not accurate at all with it. I could would accidentally hit somebody so easily. Lots of people kind of forget. Like, fuck? like when people say, you know, why, why don't cops shoot criminals in the leg or in the arm or whatever? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because it's, it's hard difficult. to hit, dude. Yeah, yeah. You need to shoot it's for center mass. It's actually very difficult. Yeah. And especially if you have adrenaline going in you. I mean. Yeah. Like so, if somebody's trying to kill you, that's a yeah. different thing. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That kind of made me think about that again. It's like, dude, I can't be walking around with like a forty-five or some shit like that. Well, you like, can just you can get a compact forty-five. I think yeah. for, forty-five for me is like the perfect caliber because it's enough to stop somebody with pretty much one shot. Yeah, but it's also not so big that it's going to kick. You know what I'm worried about is uh, target acquisition after I shoot the first shot because if I happen to miss, mm. you know, because I used to own like a, a forty-four Magnum. Yeah. Where if I shot you once, yeah, you're going to fucking die. But if I miss, you're also you, going to be way off. Yeah. If I miss, yeah. it's like. I might as well just throw the gun at you. So <laughs> <laughs> I shot my friend's 1911. That shit was dope. Yeah, yeah. Those, that those gun are... is amazing. That is the fucking John Woo gun right there. Yeah, they've uh, they've been around like since like World War II, I think. Yeah, and they're just yeah. They're, they're, it's a great design. Um, yeah. the one of my favorite handguns to shoot with is a Kimber 45. I think it was a Warrior oh, or something like that. Yeah. I could uh, I could double tap somebody <laughs> with that. Also, the is <laughs> a gold cup yeah. that I could double tap somebody with too, like easily. But the funny thing is, I am. I love guns. I love shooting. I'm not against gun laws. I am consider myself, I guess, a liberal since I guess I'm more independent now, but I do have liberal, conservative and liberal tendencies, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so does m- most people do. I mean, I, I guess understand. most people are in that kind of gray middle area. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. So shooting guns is fucking fun, dude. It is. I, I got to get you to do some archery, though. Oh, that's what I was saying when I was there, dude. I was yeah. totally down for it. That's that's an even better skill, in my opinion, too. Yes. Oh, I think they're both good, but I, bow and arrow seems more like... It's a different experience. Yeah. It's, it's not loud. It's more spiritual. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's like, it's difficult to do. Right. And then once you do... And it, it's cheaper, actually, too, because you can just get your arrows back. Unless you... Yeah. 
Unless you fucking Robin Hood that shit like I do every yeah. now and again. Yeah. Like I've blown up two arrows because I hit them. Oh, really? One another arrow, nice. yeah. Nice. But they're, and they're they're kind of expensive, but it's yeah. it's still cheaper than buying a bunch of bullets. Right. So and it's and it's legal. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'm take totally that down for that. Yeah. It's it's dude. It's it's so much fun. Like just getting in that. It's basically it's like a martial art. Yeah. So. That was another thing I was gonna say is like I'm starting to invest more of my time into learning stuff, and uh, I was like, man, maybe I should. Because I go to the gym, but then I'm like, or I could do like a martial art. Dude, you gotta do jujitsu, man. It's like the best. Fuck, dude. I'm hella scared of getting injured over and over. You're not going to injure. You're, gonna, you're probably going to get injured at some point, yeah. but it's not going to be like constantly, constant injuries. Might be a little bit bumps, you know, here and there, but. Yeah. Um, oh, that's okay then. Somebody was making it sound like you get injured like all the time. It depends I'm on. Like, dude, I don't want to practice something and be out for like four weeks, like all no. the time. And it, then... it depends on who you're training with. Like, yeah. I only train people that. We're, the gym that I go to, it's full of cool people. Uh huh. You know what I mean? They're not trying. Obviously, we're trying to like hurt each other, right. but. We're not trying to hurt each other. I'm okay with yeah. that. I can yeah. hang tough, but fucking, like, when I took kickboxing, I remember I tore my rotator cuff, mm-hmm. and I was out for, like, four months or something. Yeah. You know? I was like, that that was lame. I'm still learning this shit. <laughs> well, that's one of the cool things about jiu-jitsu is that you yeah. automa- there's a built-in system to not get hurt. It's just oh, tapping. But I was I mean? thinking, like, a screamer or something where I could learn to use weapons, too. You're probably not going to have weapons on you. Usually. Huh? Like, in that normal life. You're gonna have. You're always gonna have your body. Your hands, yeah. yeah. And I mean, if I get if I get my hands on somebody, they're not being trained. able to throw down is a very important skill. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like I, I try to explain to people, it's like uh, people have this really weird, like false sense of security that do not know how to defend themselves. And it's like, dude, if I got my hands on you, I could I literally kill you. I don't have that at all. I've fucking gotten enough street fights where I can look at somebody and know exactly if they're gonna kick my ass or not. Mm-hmm. And I don't fuck with them. Yeah, yeah, I don't even fuck with people in general. But like, uh, I think that is what it is. is especially nowadays, you know, with so many people into watching MMA and things like that, yeah, it's like so dumb. You, you can't. You never know like who's walking around, who knows what. You know. Yeah, like, like people think that oh, just well, gotta have respect. If I see somebody with a cauliflower ear, then I'll, I'll don't mess with them. But hey, guess what? I had cauliflower ear, and I had plastic surgery to fix it, so you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, even if somebody has basic level training, they're already better than the average person with zero training. Yeah, they don't yeah. even have to be a fucking MMA master or whatever. They just have to be willing to punch you in the face. Yeah. and not miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, so. we have a very poor design in our faces for taking a punch. Yeah, so there's, there's, you know what I mean. Like yeah, your yeah. orbital socket's easy to break, nose right. easy to break. Plenty of places job. where you can black out from getting hit. Yeah, but on the other side though, yeah. we're also not designed to punch somebody. Like, there's way too many... They're very small bones oh, in your hands. Did bones break a lot? Yeah, and if you don't know how to punch, you're going to break your hand. So that, that's, that's why true. I took up grappling. Yeah, grappling is great. Yeah, because I don't, I don't want to be able to injure myself to injure somebody else. That's <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I'm still down to come out and try it. Yeah. Yeah. And then... You kick my ass. Uh, that makes me more interested in things, though. Yeah. When people kick my ass, because then I'm like, oh, I need to get better at this. Exactly. <laughs> there's, like, usually two kinds of people that, that do, you know, jiu-jitsu... Um, because it's, it's the ego killer. So mm-hmm. most people come in, and they'll be like, all right, they come, everybody sucks at first. Yeah. Everybody sucks at first. Yeah. So they come in the first day, they'll get fucked up, yeah. and they have two options. Yeah. You pretend you didn't happen and leave, right. or you wonder how the fuck to kick your ass, right. and you come back. Yeah. But I've seen, pl- I've seen people that, that look scary, that come in, they get fucked up. I fuck some people up. I mean, I, not like... I know I, I submitted that. them. You know yeah, what I mean? You put, a, you, you put it down on them. Yeah. Never came back. <laughs> That's funny. You know? And it's like, dude, I, I want them to come back to learn. <laughs> right. You know? Word. Anyway. All right. So no, nothing else about Korea? 
I wish I'm so sorry, man. I wish there was more interesting stuff to talk about. I I, um, I did a Facebook live with you know questions people ask like. Um, But the main thing is was the plastic surgery, and apparently I don't have a problem with it, so I don't know. Um, but if you like getting fucked up, if you like really good food, if you like hot chicks that will talk to you for no legitimate reason, um, <laughs> that's the best place to go. <laughs> Did you have, like, real soju there? Oh, yeah. Dude, I was trying to get you the uh, soju, but I found out that you have to go to, like, special spots that sell it oh really like the actual like super hardcore stuff you oh, know okay. otherwise everything else is like the same shit you would find here yeah, so yeah. I, like, I want the unregulated shit. i was thinking about you yeah. though i was looking for it so but my friend was like oh we gotta go to this district i'm like oh shit i, I knew when i asked you it'd be a low possibility because I, yeah. I, was, I was thinking i was like i don't know if customs will let you go through with unregulated unregulated alcohol so oh <laughs> i wasn't even thinking about that yeah. yeah but i was like you know tim fuck it <laughs> hey, I'm with that. There, there might have been a way around. Right I, I don't know. That's pretty funny. Um, anyway, let's talk about the uh, the Asian guy who uh, the shop Asian owner who guy. fucked up that black chick. He was a Korean store owner. Um, I am well aware there is an issue of a Korean, especially Korean. They they kind of figured that market out. Yeah, they they really figured that market out in terms of Korean owners of black beauty product stores. Yeah. Um, so this dude got hit by some chick that he accused of shoplifting, which I guess he said she was shoplifting. Um, so he kind of like struck back and then put her in a headlock and then <laughs> wouldn't let go. So yeah. <laughs> uh, he, to me, definitely looked like he came from Korea. Yeah, he looked so like an immigrant. He was definitely yeah. not born in the u.s he was definitely immigrated um at a later age and uh i don't know he fucked up he went too far well yeah so the, the story originally yeah. was to- was told poorly in the media as usual right mm. so they made it seem like this like for no reason he yeah, went off on her just fucked her up right and so i watched the video mm-hmm. and then because she was being accused of shoplifting mm-hmm. and i was like well did she even shoplift so i'm watching the video and she hits, like, basically she's trying to go out, and he's like, Can I, I need to see your purse. All right. And then, so she lets him see the purse, but apparently what she stole, I looked at the, another video after this, uh-huh. it wasn't all, some of it was in her purse, but she also put some other places, too. Uh-huh. And the, the, vi- the video proved Like, is, shows everything. Shows everything. Uh, like, yeah. there's no way yeah, you can say that, that she didn't yeah, yeah. steal. Uh-huh. Yeah, because she was, she was taking, like, lipsticks, uh, some, like, eyelashes and some other shit. Right. And it's clearly she stole it. Yeah. Anyway. So she's trying to leave, and you know he's trying to go through her stuff, and then she's trying to get out the door, and she's like a, a much larger than he is. <laughs> and so she ends up pushing him and then slapping him in the face. And I think most people forget about that shit. <laughs> right. And so the guy says, "You fucking hit me," mm-hmm. and then pushed her. And I think there was a, I think it was his wife or something her? like that. No, his wife or something oh. like that pushed him, pushed her as well. Uh-huh. And then he just he just fucking saw red. So right. like, he fucking hit me. Then he kicked her. <laughs> yeah. And then he took her down and yeah. put her in a headlock. And I was just like, all right, that's. It's a little too far. But it was funny yeah. because when, she, when she, uh, he kicked her, she was like, you can't do that. I'm a woman. I was like, no, that's not how this works. I'm sorry. <laughs> not if, in that situation. Yeah, if you hit somebody. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just brought it to a physical place. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, you, you can't do that in this day and age. If, if you want to sit here yeah, and can't. talk about equality and shit like that, right. that's what comes along with it. You know what I mean? It's just I'm, common sense. Yeah. Don't, don't physically accost somebody yeah. if the possibility does not come in your mind that they might fuck you up. That's a possibility. That is also true. And so that's what happened. I think he took a little too far. Obviously, he took her down, put her in a headlock for a little while. 
eventually. Once he was in the rage, I don't think he was hearing anything. No. I think I've been in that rage before, um, in general, and uh, it's yeah, it's just red, red rum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that it was cool. I mean, I didn't know the whole story, so somebody I know was sending around an open letter, like whatever. I'm Korean American, sign it, you know, basically saying sorry and and you know that it was uncalled for and that not everybody's like that, blah blah. I actually signed it and I put black and yellow. As, like, oh, the I was like, oh, maybe somebody'll <laughs> see that and be like, what is it? But um, you guys are so nice. Like most people wouldn't even like. I mean, because. For me, if one person does something, it doesn't mean like the whole group. Well, you but know, in this day and age, a lot of people are like that, you know. And just, they're fucking idiots. Yeah, and uh, uh, I don't know what to say other than that, though. I mean, he went too far. I'm sure he would do it differently. Well, I'm not sure, but I would hope he would do it differently if that situation came up again. I mean, I think the other thing is like, if you take race out of it, and if somebody's shoplifting eyelashes or whatever... And they smack you. What is the appropriate response? Yeah, like it, probably not trying to choke them out MMA style. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, well, I think there's like an escalation of force, right? Yes. If somebody slaps you, yeah. I mean, she crossed the line right there. Yeah, but then he like moved that line like yes. way down. Yes, <laughs> so that's that's the problem. Is that like you need to come with an appropriate response? But there is like a whole. I, I was kind of tracking that conversation a little bit and. You know, I, I noticed a lot of people saying, like, well, stop buying stuff at those Korean-owned stores and support, like, black-owned beauty stores. Which I don't know how many of those exist well, compared to Korean-owned. Yeah, but. it's way less. <laughs> well, it comes to that whole, you know, us versus them mentality, mm, which I don't like. Right. You know, I, I totally get supporting, you know, whatever in your community. Mm-hmm. But if the the color of somebody's skin is deterring you from shopping somewhere, I right. think that's a problem. If, and if you don't realize it's a problem... Then you're part of the problem. You know <laughs> that what I mean? True. Um, I, I think you, we should all just be supporting each other. That's why I don't like this whole. Let's look at the differences that we have, and uh, instead of looking at the similarities that we have, and I, I think that's that one of the true. fundamental problems with our society nowadays. That people are they're too quick to be like, I want to be in this camp. I want to be in this camp, and they're even oh they're, there's even today it's even more ridiculous because they're they're making things even more separated by creating more and more categories. Like if you look up right now, like. How many genders are there? There's like fuck, there's over oh. sixty for some reason now, and I'm just like, do we really? First of all, <laughs> do we really need that many? I mean, is there actually scientifically proven that many? And what does that all mean? You, you, you know, know what I mean? This is the perfect segue into the next topic. I, I totally agree. I think there's this weird, like, a lot of it is tied to victim culture too. Like everybody's a victim. Like yeah. everybody is fucking outraged because. They have the most terrible situation or whatever. Um, I'm getting really sick of it, to be honest. I think the world is way more complex than the way everybody wants to turn it into a simplistic, like, black and white. Like, you're a racist or you're a sexist because this one opinion you have does not fucking coincide with my personal opinion. Yeah. And everybody's, like, claiming this moral superiority when... You know, what I realized, which really brought me peace, is, like... Most people are fucking stupid, dude. They are. Like, 99% of people that open their mouth on the internet, you really actually don't need to, like, listen to them or take into account their opinion at all. Because fuck all that, like, oh, we're all equal. Like, no, we're not all equal. Like, most of us are stupid as fuck. Yeah. And, you know, you are allowed to talk, yes. But I am also allowed to completely disregard whatever stupid shit you just said and not let it ruin my day. Well, people don't they don't do research <laughs> at all. No, like they'll not just at all. take something that they've heard right. 
and perpetuate it, even at like the highest levels. Like I, I've heard right. President Obama mm-hmm. talk about the fucking wage gap, and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, do you, you can do the research on your own. Mm-hmm. There is no fucking wage gap. <laughs> you know what's funny is he also compared black slaves to immigrants in a previous speech. Oh no, that, you're talking about uh, Ben Carson. No, no, no. I read President an article Obama? that apparently Obama also did. Like a couple years ago or whatever. He didn't say it as directly as that, but he said something like, you know, and if you think about it, this black slave experience is similar to being an immigrant or whatever. And I was like, oh. I had to break this down for a friend of mine because he was asking me the difference between like immigrants and and, and (laughs) slaves. That was retarded though, yeah. (laughs) So listen, if you guys are wondering what the difference is between an immigrant and a slave, um, an immigrant comes over to a different country with hopes to become a citizen with rights, <laughs> right. full rights in that country. Yeah. A slave has no rights. So there yeah. you go. That's yeah. the fucking difference. They ain't getting fucking paid. Right. They don't have rights. Right. All right. That that's a huge that's a huge problem. Um, yeah, that was a terrible quote. Let me, let me back up real yes, quick because sure. I know somebody was like, "You said there's no fucking wage gap. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. People are probably pissed." I'm gen- I'm talking about uh, wage gaps in general, um, but usually the one that you hear perpetuated the most right now is the, the wage gap between females and males. All right. The study that was used between females and males for the, for the gender, it's called the gender uh, wage gap. Right. They used a study that combined the total earnings of men and women and then compared those two. They didn't take into account a shitload of factors. Mm-hmm. Some of the factors being men go for higher paying jobs. If, if you're yes. a woman out there that are, that's listening to this podcast, I'm going to ask you, what do you do for a living? Is it in a STEM field? No. Then you're part of the problem. Mm. STEM fields are what get paid the most. I think the highest paying job right now in general uh, going through college is petroleum engineering. It's like over 70% men. Mm. And there's nothing stopping any woman from doing that job. Mm. But you know what is stopping women from doing that job? Mm. Personal preferences. True. Because most women in general, this is statistically shown, fact, they just don't want to go into that field. Same thing with mathematics. Same things with... uh, a computer scientist. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of things to where they're they're just not in those fields for personal reasons, and it's fine. Yeah, like most women, they want to do things. Um, and I'm, this isn't sexist to say because this is proven. Mm-hmm. The the lowest five um, things have to do with like social services that is like over eighty percent women. So kind hearted. Yeah, um, <laughs> things like early childhood development, which yeah. doesn't pay a lot. Right. Teachers doesn't pay a lot. Right. They're all lower paying jobs, but it's right. what women want to do. Yeah. And then it also doesn't take into effect. The, the thing that men work more dangerous jobs that get paid more, like working in fucking coal mines on oil fields, or oil like derricks in the middle of the ocean. Those are dangerous jobs. Women don't want to do it. All right. It also doesn't take into account that men on average work more than women as far as overtime goes. And they also work more as far as taking time off for their children goes, which is kind of fucked up. I agree, but it's still a fact. I mean, that's more statistics, though. I mean, but also... In terms of getting equal pay for equal work, I mean, definitely there's a pattern of not getting that. I mean, there's plenty of women that have done, you know, directly after or before a male counterpart not getting paid the same amount for what they're. Well, it depends doing, on what know? they're depends on what they're doing, and are are they equally qualified, and do they have mm-hmm. the equal amount of um, experience? Because I'll tell you right now, um, this is the same, the same thing that people try to bring up with uh, African-Americans. They talk about how there's a wage gap between us and everybody else, uh-huh. which there is, but it's the same factors that I just uh-huh. said. Uh-huh. Um, is that one, one of the major factors is education, is that uh, the African-American community doesn't put a high um, 
a high value in education anymore yeah. for some for some fucking odd reason. Uh-huh. And so because of that, we're getting paid less. Mm-hmm. And but if you do get the higher education, look. Where I work, I know this for a fact because I'm a team lead. I get paid the most out of everybody on my team. Right. I'm the only black guy on my team. Right. I'm the youngest guy on the team also. Yeah. Um, you can get there. And I just, oh, people might be thinking, oh, well, you're just one guy. No, because I know other people that are also, you know, minorities that get paid more. This is also the reason why you don't hear a single Asian talk about eight wage, wage gaps. <laughs> you know, it's Because funny. they get paid more than white people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What I learned in life, this is not just wages, this is everything, is you get what you accept. And and in this kind of victimhood culture, everybody is accepting less in a lot of ways. You know one thing I just realized about you, which I like about you, which is uh, you are an anti-apologist. Oh, yeah. You do not give a fuck what the situation is. Just make it better or whatever. It's not. It's your fault if you're in a situation you don't like. I agree it's, with that. It's not always your fault. It's not always. I mean, yeah, you can have conditions against you, but yeah. in the end, well, yeah. Per, personal accountability goes a long fucking way, it my It does. Book. And even just as a culture, you know, if you've been somewhere long enough, it's just up to you. Yeah, and I, I don't want to say, you know, the, the whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps, even though that's sort of what you kind of have to do. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, if, if you look at your life and then understand that everything in your life are direct consequences of what you've done with your life, true. then I think you'd be better off. Like, I, I've made huge mistakes in my life, and I've been fucked over my life, mm-hmm. but I don't make excuses for what I've done or what's been done to me. You know, even like, so I'll take for a perfect example, um, my failed marriage. Mm. My wife, or my ex-wife, fucked me over so fucking bad in the divorce. <laughs> I put a good portion of that blame on me mm. because, first of all, I should not. I shouldn't have married that fucking asshole. <laughs> Second of all, you know, I, I, I shouldn't have had a child with her. I should, there's a lot of shit that I, I should not have done, and then I should not have stayed with her for that long. That that's where I was accountable and where I fucking failed. But I think there's too many people that, more to your point, um, that want to be like they're victims, and then when they get to that victim mentality, they stop You've moving forward. Been losing, yeah, it's yeah. terrible. I think. Um... Like this goes back to our very first panel where we met at, at uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con, which is like, yeah, I acknowledge all these other issues like white privilege and blah, blah. But in the end, whatever the situation is, it's your job to overcome and get it done. And nobody fucking gives a fuck what your excuses are. It's like if I got stuck in a cage match to the death with a 200-pound fucking whatever trained MMA fighter – it's going to be stacked against me. It's not fair, but life is not fair. I want to put all that shit out of my mind and just focus on what can I do to kill this motherfucker? Like, yeah. what do I have to do to win? You, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I will do anything. I'll bite his fucking ball sack off, like, if I have to. Like, yeah. all I'm saying is, like, acknowledging the restrictions or the challenges versus allowing them to change your experience or your outcome is your fault. Yes. In the end, if you really want to boil it down to individual liberty. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> real quick, and then I'll drop it. Sure. <laughs> if you really believe the gender pay gap, every corporation would be mostly women. If you, get, if you can get away, even though it's against the law in America and most other fucking first world countries, mm-hmm. if you can get away with paying a woman less than a man, you would only hire women. Because what is the only purpose of a corporation? It's to make fucking money. What's the biggest expenditure of any corporation? It's their goddamn employees. True. And women do pretty good work. They do. Mm-hmm. I think it is a time thing. They just got to get more interested in different areas. Well, that's a thing. Well, so they actually, 
there's a study and I think it was Sweden or something like that or maybe it was it was some Norwegian type country where they actually made it so they made it easier for women to get into STEM fields. And you know what happened? They, they all went back to the same. It. Yeah, they just they just didn't want to fucking do it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm sure the needle's going to move more like with this next generation of kids, you know, being raised to be geeks and coders and shit from, you know, early age. Yeah. Um, however, yeah, I do actually subscribe to the theory that there are tendencies among the genders to be interested in certain types of uh, work. Um, I was just listening listening to a podcast by uh, Brett Easton Ellis where he got a lot of shit where he was musing with the reporter about maybe there's more men that want to direct because men are more visual. We're more um, prone to using our kind of visual like uh, interests and creativity and stuff like that, like especially like the way that we look at women and things like that. So yeah. maybe we're more voyeurs, and that's why we're directors, because directors are pretty much voyeurs, you know? Well, I think it's also, it's uh, men in general like to be in charge, because people want to be that alpha male. Mm-hmm. Like, listen to the head monkey. That is like, true. Like, listen to what I'm saying, and do what I'm and saying. women are much more, like, community-like, friendly. Yeah, and this is in general, folks. I'm not saying every fucking person. Yeah, All right, this we're is just general. talking, like, the bell yeah. curve. People are getting your pissed. Well, I know there's one person that, okay, that's great. You yeah, know? you know one person. Yeah, there's only one Brock Lesnar. He's big as fucking he kicks ass. But, you know, not everybody's a fucking Brock Lesnar. This so. is a total side note, which I know is just only going to piss people off. But I was listening, or not listening, I read a hilarious article about how WNBA, like, attendance has gone down, you know, even though they put in a ton of money, like, more than any other. The NBA pays sport. for it. Yeah, the NBA yeah. pays for it. And I'm like, yeah, it has nothing to do with gender. Because would you watch one team that has. People that can dunk versus another team with people that cannot dunk. Like, why exactly. would you not want to watch the most, like, the highest pinnacle of achievement in that sport? You know what I mean? Like, that's why they're not interested. Well, what pisses me off is that they, they put the blame on men, but it's like, look, bitch. I'm saying, bitch, genderless. All right? <laughs> genderless, bitch. Fuck it, man. Fuck them all. Look, men are not the, the problem. If women watch WNBA, Mm-hmm. In, you exactly. know, in in numbers, Dude. it would be popular. Yeah, and think about how many women prop up the cosmetic industry or the clothing industry yeah. or whatever. They fucking spend their money. The women yeah. are there. They just don't give a fuck about the WNBA. All the girls I know that are into basketball, guess what? They watch the NBA because you want to see the best. Yeah. Physically. So um, that's why I think women's soccer is more successful than women's basketball because the skill is a little bit more relative in and terms also, of the talent level. They're fucking they act tougher than the goddamn men. I look, if you watch <laughs> men's soccer, when somebody gets like they brushed wrong, beaches. they fucking flop. <laughs> Women will be like be bleeding on the field cuz you want to know why cuz they want it they want it more than the guys do cuz at this point men have been doing soccer for so long that they're willing to use any kind of small advantage. Right. To uh, to get the, but women just want to be good and win mm. the fucking game. Right. You know what I mean? I'm just speaking in generalities again. Um, but you know what's weird is that if you look at MMA, I think MMA, that's that's one of the few sports to where uh, watching women is right up there with the men. I was about to say, yes, they've caught up in the sense that as a man watching really talented women fighters like beast on each other, that is just as pleasurable. Like yeah. I definitely have total respect for any professional MMA fighter that's a woman and... Like, if I knew that she was one, I wouldn't be talking shit to her in the streets. Fuck yeah. Yeah, because I'd be like, dude, I would have to be really lucky to beat her, you know? Like, <laughs> so, you know, I think I think um, the WNBA is a failed product because it's just inferior. 
And I think it's one of those things to where it's it's uh, it's sexism, but on the side that nobody wants to admit. Mm. The only reason why it's still around is because it's women. <laughs> like if it, if it was men with the it's if affirmative it was, action is what it is. Yeah, basically, yeah. If if, <laughs> if it was a, a male sport with the same numbers, they would have got canceled a long time ago. Oh, for Look, sure. Look, the XFL like got the fucking, fucking canceled. XFL, exactly. Yeah, and they had decent numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so actually, I love the, the XFL. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was actually you. entertaining. Yeah. Um, so what else? Uh, have you watched Iron Fist yet? I watched one episode. What'd you think? Uh, it definitely wasn't as good as any of the other Netflix Marvel shows that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you have problems with Danny Rand being white? No, I didn't. I I think we talked about this briefly. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, he was created in a, whatever, the 70s. And, you know, yeah, it's an opportunity for an Asian to step in. That would have been cool. But then at the same time, like, I wanted to give the show a chance, like, if they really nailed it, where it was like a really great show, I would really not care what his nationality is. Yeah, um, and I still don't care. I just am more unhappy the fact the show's not that good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unfortunately not. And I actually interviewed one of the guys on this on, oh, on really? the show. Yeah, oh, shit. yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm still watching it. Something I'm still going to watch about it. It's very like ABC, like prime time style, like TV. Not. It doesn't have, like, the grit or... You know, I think the other thing is preparation. Is I read an interview, and the guy said that he trained in martial arts for, like, three weeks or four weeks before shooting. And then... The, after, main, the main guy? Yeah. Oh, that totally makes sense, then. Yeah, because he's terrible. Like, if you look at... Versus the guy who did Daredevil... Well, also, he had the benefit of having a stuntman, like, wear his costume. Mm. So that guy's really good, you know? But well, still, the, they could stuntman somebody in there, but... But, well, but, you know, you kind of see him, you know, so... No, they have, you know, you know about this. They're like camera tricks, man. You just show from the top or from the side or whatever. I think that's an aesthetic choice. They wanted to show the actor doing it, but unfortunately, yeah. he wasn't trained well enough to, uh, to yeah. do it. So it was... It wasn't... The age... The race thing, I'm just... The way I look at it now is, like... Yeah, okay, if they really had a compelling Asian-American guy be that character and they did a good job, that'd be cool. But at the same time, as a comic book fan, I would just rather they did it right Yeah, and make a new character that's Asian or whatever. That's what I've been saying. Look, <laughs> if, uh, if you want to have an Asian character, then we they, there's Asian characters. Ones. Yeah, I mean, now Hulk is Asian, so whatever. Yeah, well, that's... Although that's a whole other trend that we could go off on, that which I'm not super hyped on. But. Well, we can't we can in a second. What the first thing I say. So yeah. So when I was watching um, Iron Fist, mm. I was watching it, and then the next day I watched Into the Badlands. Way better. And then I was like, dude, it's like I, not even comparable. Yeah, it's really not. <laughs> like I was just like, dude, the action is so much better. I mean, you that guy's a train. I mean, he's trained for a long time in different movies, and I don't know what his training level. I met him once though. He's actually really nice. Really, Daniel Wu. Daniel yeah. Wu. Yeah. yeah, I interviewed him for a, a Asian American film thing festival nice. thing. I want, I want to try to get him on the podcast. Yeah, he's very nice. He's cool. He's chill. Um, but you could tell he works really hard at that choreography. Like, oh, yeah. That show, they don't fuck around. Well, and it's not just him. It's the ancillary characters as well. I mean, MK mm. is comes leaps and bounds from the first season. Yeah. Um, the Widow was fucking badass. Mm-hmm. I, we actually had her on the podcast. Oh, nice. Um, but, yeah, it's just like the, the choreography, everything was so much better than Iron Fist. And I, I really was hoping that Iron Fist would, would do great, but... I mean, honestly, if you think about it, there, this is like the fourth show on a run for Netflix. I, I could feel the kind of fatigue and the half-assness about it a little bit. Like, it's just not... 
It's not, you know, the problem with it is like all the other um, shows were successful because they were kind of daring in some way. Yeah, well, there, there was an oh shit moment in all of them. Yeah, and also just like they had something to say, you know, like Luke Cage was a very big statement for like black entertainment, you know, in a way to make this character that he's like very human and yet, I don't know, it's just, you know, it got the vibe right. Like it really cared about the vibe, you know? Yeah. And then. You know, Daredevil was, like, huge, too, and, um, you know, Jessica Jones was obviously really big for feminism, blah, blah, um, I don't know. I, I feel I like Iron think. Fist, they don't say anything. They're not really, like, trying yeah. to... There's no bar that they're trying to hit other than we need the fucking final defender to appear so that we can join them together, you know? I yeah, kind of felt yeah. like they just were, like, throwing it in there, and there wasn't, like, that much love in it. I might be wrong, though. I mean, I'm sure the creators might argue with me. Well, and, and I kind of feel like... So I'm reading, you know, Power Man and Iron Fist, and I don't get the sense that the Danny Rand in the show is really that close in the comic. He's a little bit, but he's That's not so... another thing I was going to say. Yeah. His kind of weird, smirky... I think, actually, I watched two episodes now. His weird, smirky, kind of like, almost like surf bum-ish attitude. Like, it's, it's weird that he shows up to me and that he's... Yeah, he's good at fighting, but he seems like also not that good. Yeah. Like, in terms of his training level in the character as the character, like, or how spiritual he really is or whatever you know i feel like i just didn't get the sense that this guy like disappeared in a fucking monastery for years and came back like this totally different person you know what i mean like well i was told that later in the season they, mm-hmm. they explained it, that elaborate. he hasn't completed his training but i'm like well how the mm. fuck is he the iron fist then that's supposed to be the pinnacle i thought <laughs> well maybe he becomes iron fist i don't know well no because he has a tattoo he's definitely the iron fist mm. see but, that's what i'm saying like he didn't to me there's no transformation i, I felt like this guy was a little too casual to be Iron Fist. Well, and, he, and to me, thus far, I think I've only watched four, maybe five episodes. Mm-hmm. He hasn't used his powers enough. Like, I don't think people really understand like what his powers even are mm. or like the extent of what he can do. I mean, he uses Iron Fist a couple of times. Right. But he's supposed to do like Chi Blast and all kinds of other crazy shit, go to the right. actual plane. But like, right. they're not really showcasing those See, that's things. what I thought that they should get right to like really do the character and the comic book justice, which is like, for a white man to break the barrier to be accepted in this Asian brotherhood culture, you have to, like, really be special, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you'd have to actually, like, deserve that, you know? Like, kind of like how Uma Thurman in Kill Bill yes. had to do all that crazy training. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, clearly, you could see the effort that went into there. Um, but this is also a side note. Last time I was on, I was, I was talking about Constance Wu uh, about... And I kind of thought about that, and I realized, you know what? I, I said that I wish she would shut up. I take that back in the sense that everybody should be allowed to say whatever they want. Like, she's moving the needle in her way. Yeah, but you're also allowed to say that I don't want to hear it. Oh, yeah, no, I don't have to hear it. But I'm just saying, like, she doesn't need to shut up. I just need to ignore her. Like, I got my yeah. own agenda, like, how I want to make change in the world. Yeah. And but at the same time, I realize anybody who's fighting for the rights of others deserves the opportunity to just talk so yeah yeah you know well i mean i guess to a certain extent there are people that i wish would just shut the fuck up like lena dunham is a huge one i I wish she would just fucking disappear (laughs) like if she did not exist to begin with fuck i liked her in the beginning so did i like when girls came out yeah when it first came out i was definitely a big supporter um and then like some of the stupid shit she did and the way she responded i was definitely like oh you actually are just like a really like you're smart, but you're also a dumb, privileged white girl. Well, like, they don't real like people like that. This is what fuck. I see with people like that. They don't real. They'll talk about 
white privilege as if it's something that they do not currently enjoy. <laughs> if they even believe in it. Like, if it's like true. Like, they're post-white privilege somehow? Yeah, like, they're actually, <laughs> like... That's a good point. Look, white privilege sort of exists, all right? It exists for some people. It's a very small percentage. If you go to a trailer park, it does not exist. I'm sorry. Like, people want to say, mm. like, it's not all white people. It's just certain white people. And that part is so stupid to me because it has to do with parents wanting to pass down something to their children. Mm. I mean, look, if I can pass down wealth to, to my daughter, like true wealth, and have her understand how to use that wealth. Of course you're going to give it to her. Of course I'm going to do that. Yeah. If I didn't do that, I'm a fucking idiot and I'm an yeah. asshole. Yeah. And for people to, to, to judge people on that, like they don't even understand what the fuck they're talking about. And it's, it's most of the time it's people that are, that are already privileged to begin with. They don't understand. If you mm. live in America, you're already privileged. It doesn't, even if you're a fucking bum, you're privileged. So what's the problem with Lena Dunham? The problem with her is that she doesn't understand the way the world works. And she doesn't understand that what she's saying is toxic to people. Yeah. Um, like, for instance. And because she's like this role model all of a sudden. She's not she, a fucking. She, but she is to a lot of people. Yeah, but she should not be. I know. She wrote a book where she talked about molesting her little sister. If that was a man, <laughs> that he would jail. be in jail. All right. Yeah. She also talked about she wished that she had an abortion so she could further Ooh, um, understand what women that had abortions. One. Like It's called empathy. Oh, you even women went tongue. in on her on that one. Yeah. Bro. That was like a definite. Yeah, it's like you, you're totally trivial, trivializing something that is a very serious issue for women just because you want to be in with the quote-unquote cool crowd. But it's not fucking cool to get an abortion, you stupid ass. I haven't heard her open her mouth in a while, so I don't know how she's grown since then. She took but... some photos being like a mermaid to protest Trump. She took some more naked photos to protest Trump. Oh, yeah. Some other stupid bullshit. I'm just like, can you just go away? I mean, <laughs> you're, you're not... all funny. Yeah, I, I just can't, I can't fucking stand that chick, man. I mean, honestly, I, she, I liked her in the beginning, and then she started sliding down, and then that whole Odell Beckham Jr. thing. Yeah, that was another one, yeah. That's when I was like, oh, bitch, like, I got no more patience with you. Like, you are fucking tripping. Well, like, it shows how far she is from reality. Look, oh o- Odell Beckham Jr. is a fucking alpha male. Yeah. And she is, like, she's even worse than a basic bitch. She doesn't even put in time to, like, develop her mind or her body. So right. why the fuck would a guy... Who makes millions of dollars? Who's right. an alpha male athlete? Right. Pay you any goddamn attention? And for you to get happen. mad about that, it doesn't work that way. And then she talked about like having dreams about getting fucked by like a black dude or something like that. And it's just like <laughs> you're obviously fetishizing us, and you want to sit here and talk and sit here and criticize other people when you're you're part of the problem. What she needs to do is she needs to actually spend time in the black community, like actually have real friends, not like be like. Oh, that one person that's my I call a friend is my friend. Like, no. Like, even for me, it's like, dude, when I was in elementary school, from elementary to fifth grade, two of my best friends were black. But when I went to junior high, I hung out with mostly Asians. Mm-hmm. Went to high school, I had black friends in the sense they were friendly, but I didn't really hang out with them, you know? Actually, no. Junior high, I was still pretty cool with some people, but... High school, I was definitely just hanging out with the Asians, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was always cool with black people, but at the same time, when I was like in my early 20s or mid 20s, like I realized, like, oh, actually, I can't say I have any real friends. Because I can't like say, like, oh, I know this person's mom's name. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I know where they live. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm actually going to call them. And, and so that changed when I got into my Warriors doc, you know what I mean? Because my partner is black and. You know, the people I'm working with are black and, you know, I started actually becoming friends with them and I realized like, 
you know what? Like, if you don't put in that time, like, everything else is just an excuse that you tell people so that you don't feel bad, like, as if, like, you're being racist or something. You yeah, know what I mean? That shit to me is so, it's, it's so fake. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so fake. Like, dude, my partner for the Warriors doc, like, I've driven his fucking grandma home. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Like, yeah. I've actually, like, been there. And I realized, like, it wasn't until I did that that I actually could see, like, that I was really just, like, being friendly but not actually friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which are, like, totally different things. So I think Lena Dunham is clearly not fucking friends with any black people that I've seen no. by the way that she talks about them. Because if you were actually friends with people in that community... You wouldn't say stupid shit like that. Like well, that shit would have like been gone. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really it's virtue signaling is what yeah, she's doing. Exactly. Yeah, and it's just like virtue signaling is so fucking gross, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like all you have to do is really just talk to people. Like mm-hmm. this is why I like having podcasts. We get to have long form conversations about shit. So we can like actually break shit down. All right. You know what I mean? It's not like we're on the goddamn news where it's like fifteen minutes. Right. And, and you got to turn it. into a soundbite. Yeah. Which... No, it's because you actually get to understand people. And right. It's like the best way to do things, in my opinion, if you yeah. want to get to know somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't understand that kind of stuff at all. And it's just, it's, it's weird to me. But at the same time, um, I see this kind of, I've seen this stuff in the African American community that will make people, especially white people uncomfortable around black people. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with, it's little things like when they, when they make videos about what pisses me off about being black and they bring up things that white people say to them that to me are totally, a. a not even a big deal at all. Mm-hmm. They're just questions. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, can I touch your hair? Like, people right. will, people think that's racist now. Or, where are you from? Like, yeah, where are you they're, from, they're from? They're confusing, like, uh, curiosity and ignorance to racism, which is, like, hatred. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's I think, them doing stuff like that. Is actually good. Well, yeah, them asking them is good. But yeah. then for somebody to be offended and then basically not answer their questions, mm. you're part of the problem. I do think, though, when you're on the minority side or the oppressed side or whatever, it does take the extra levels of patience to, like, let go of the fact that they are, like, perhaps speaking ignorantly or whatever, you know? I always give people, I usually give people the benefit of the doubt, especially with questions like that. Because <laughs> I just assume that, hey, maybe you don't know, you know yeah. what I mean? Because maybe where you're from, people always, especially here in, like, if you're in a really diverse area, they take uh, for granted the fact that right here is super diverse. If somebody's from fucking Oklahoma or goddamn Montana, they may have never literally seen a black person in their entire life. Yeah, and then it's actually a curiosity. Yeah. You know, I have noticed there is some truth in the sense that white people are not allowed to speak or ask questions um, or they're racist. So I've, I've noticed a lot of friends who are white who are super cool. Like, they're definitely not, like, racist consciously in any way. And... I think what they really just need is a little bit of exposure and understanding of like what the realities are yeah. and being allowed to ask these questions because the problem is with this whole PC warrior culture it's like if you're not somehow born perfect and addressing like every PC conversation in the language that they want to hear yeah you're fucking racist and I think that's fucking ridiculous you know that shit makes me sick I I, I want to punch people for that well and the fact that it's like it's the worst in colleges makes me so fucking sick because you're there to learn. Mm. All right. And when you're in college, you sit, you should learn more than just one person's opinion. Mm-hmm. So if somebody comes in with opinion, especially if the opinion is not shared by you. I think that's very valuable. Mm-hmm. And right now there's like a toxic college campus, like culture where they only want to hear one type of thing. You know what I mean? And, and if they don't hear that one kind of thing, 
professors would literally fail you out of a class. Yeah, see, that's what I don't like about California. Like, when I went to New York and I spent a bunch of time there, I realized, like, yo, there's, they're so mixed over there that they all have their own opinion. And they might think who gives a fuck about your opinion, but they also don't make a big deal that you have a different opinion than them. Like, in California, if you don't have the exact same liberal PC fucking, like, policy to your speech, you're instantly cast as a fucking, like, whatever, racist. I actually got into it with one of my friends who... I made a um, comment about the friend zone, which is I said that the friend zone is the place where uh, people go because they're not willing to actually be friends. Meaning, I have friends that are girls that are just my friends. So it's not a zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the friend zone is where you end up when you're actually not being honest about what you want, you know what I'm saying? When you're actually pursuing somebody. Yeah. yeah. So, and but, I've been stuck there when I was young. Right. So, Everybody's yeah. been there. But the thing is, like, just the fact that I said this comment, which is, like, really, like, a pro-feminist comment, like, my, this guy, like, went off on me about saying, like, the friend zone is a misogynist term. Oh, Jesus Christ. And by using that term, you're promoting misogyny. And I was like, no. He's virtual signaling. I'm, you, should, yeah. you should have told him, hey, I'm, there's no girls around, dude. I'm not. I'm not. Actually, I, I did way worse. I fucking put the smack down. But uh, I was like, nah, dude. And I was like, oh, so all the girls that you pretend you like so you could sleep with, you're not being a misogynist? Like, yeah. shut the fuck up, yo. But the point is, like, I got really mad and I thought about it for a long time and I realized, like, dude, a girl has messaged me and told me that I put her in the friend zone. So guess what? This is like a new term in society. There's going to be more than one definition. And just because you have like this like liberal white fucking like super left opinion of what this word means and how people are allowed to use it and blah, blah, blah. You're not really fucking right. Like you don't get that fucking uh, superiority just because you think you do. You know? Well, it's one of those things. It's also the, the new word of triggering. Or mm. I'm triggered. I don't give a fuck if you're triggered. You, you know, when you say you're triggered to me, you know what that means? Mm. You have personal problems that you're being a baby about. And you're trying to project those problems on me. I don't give a fuck about your triggering problems. <laughs> I honestly don't. Like, there's not a law on triggering. I don't give a shit if I offended you. You can go fuck yourself. If that right. triggered you, good. You know what? That's true. I want to double down on that. Like, all those people who are, like, super hypersensitive, like, seriously, go fuck yourself. Because... It's bullshit. Like, I'm I'm definitely starting to get more angry about how sensitive people are. It, the problem is also, it's, I don't care if... Every person has a right to care about something. Every person yeah. has a right to feel something. But what I've noticed, especially on the liberal side, is that when they decide that they're right, they do this thing where they want to, like, vilify you and turn you into the most extreme version of whatever evil person that they're imagining. Yeah, like they'll call you Hitler. Right. (laughs) Or like call me a misogynist. Like, yo, man, like I genuinely would be totally happy for all women to have the exact same opportunities, to get paid the exact same, to have the same rights, to not be raped, to not be fucking, you know, whatever, like uh, experience uh, sexism. At the same time, like not all of my opinions are going to be shit that you like. Yeah, and that and that's okay. It's okay to have different opinions. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, the weird thing for me is that when somebody says that, oh, it's a misogynist thing. It's like you should be, you know, more of a feminist or blah 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 blah. And then I ask them, well, you know, what do you think a feminist is? They're like, oh, it's about equality. Okay. Well, then please, why don't I see any women standing up for men's rights? And be like, well, men have all, you know, men have all the rights. Bullshit. From the day we're born, we don't have rights to our own fucking body. 
Like, seriously, you don't. People are chopping off tiny bits of baby dicks every fucking day, and not a single person <laughs> gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> That's true. If that happened to women... That'd be a huge it'd, deal. It'd be all over. You know what I mean? Nobody, I don't see a single feminist uh, standing up for men's rights when it comes to family courts. I don't see a, a single uh, feminist uh, standing up for men's rights when it comes to having an actual men's shelter when it comes to domestic, to domestic violence. Because, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. men are victims of domestic violence as well. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody standing up for the goddamn uh, extremely high um, suicide rates among men. Mm-hmm. None of that shit. You know what I mean? I didn't see any women that were clamoring to be put on the, uh, what do you call it, shit, uh, to, sign to, to be in the draft. Mm. Every man has to, do the, has to sign the form to be in the draft. No women had, up until recently. I didn't. I didn't hear any women asking to do that. True, that's I, equality. I, I think in general, just get rid of the double standard. Yeah, but but they don't want to. They only want the things that are good about being a man. They don't want any of the stuff that are that is bad about being a man. Like if or even on, allow men to have things that are bad. Yeah, like give that to men. Like hey, you know what? Although I hear it a little bit, but yeah, in general, it's not. It's not very. There's not much attention to it. Well, so. that's why when people tell me, you know, feminism is about equality, and I'm like, no, it's not. And then when I try to argue, it's like, dude, I can give you all kinds of examples where you're literally not standing up for any kind of men's rights. So if you're only standing up for female equality when technically you have all those same rights of a man, then what the fuck is your point? Well, I would say that the, the classical purist idea of feminism is equality, similar to the way that the classical pure idea of communism is this really beautiful thing. Yeah. It doesn't work that way in the real world. Right, right. <laughs> so you have to allow for other situations to affect it. So, well, I, I understand. Yeah. Like first and even second wave feminism, because they they fought for actual real rights. Mm, right. But nowadays, I have a hard time believing when somebody tells me that they're, you know, a feminist now. Like, what rights are you fighting for that you don't currently have? Uh, I mean, they're fighting for more social equality now. I think, but I think in the end. Um, but social equality—that's not—that's not a law. There's nothing that. It's just like the social currency equality. Um, fuck, I don't know, man. Whatever. It's a fucked up question. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. I'm, I'm about to go deep, and we have some yeah, wine. Yeah. So <laughs> we're out. Of, I was out of beer, so we're drinking wine. It's all good. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Anyways, it's all whatever. Good. I love women, yo. Like, I love women too. Yeah, I'm not a misogynist, but I'll say some stupid shit. What? Well, yeah. Well, usually when I'm saying stupid shit, it's just joking. And jokes are okay. And not only that, like, fuck them if they can't take a joke, yo. Like, yeah. I saw a funny <laughs> thing about how, like, there's no joke that won't offend somebody. Oh, that's true. It's not a funny if there's somebody it won't fucking offend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, that's why it's called a joke, because it's on somebody. But, um, so, I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't know. I love women. I want them to have equal rights. At the same time, men need to have their rights as well. Yeah, I think we just. I think just equality is all I'm shooting. So like for, actual equality. true equality. Yes. All right. If I want to like cry and be like act like a girl, which is also a misogynist term, but <laughs> you know, it, well, let's put it this way: acting like a girl means being free to express your emotions without being judged for it. Yeah. So, if I want to do that, I should be able to. You know, that's very true. But even girls will discount you for that. They will, because that's, that, that's the double standard part. It is the double is standard that part. You want to be okay, I want to be able to do that, but then a girl will literally call you a bitch. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's even like why Asians have, Asian men have the hardest time in dating, because, you know, non-Asian women, and even Asian women, are looking at them as if they're not masculine, because they want that fucking, like, uh, Mustang-style masculinity. Um, so, that is a double standard. 
It is. And double standards work both ways. Yeah. So, yeah. People tripping. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Fuck them. Cultural appropriation. In what aspect? Well, I'm just, I'm going to speak about it in kind of broad terms. I've seen some like really weird shit <laughs> lately. I think a, a while ago there was, uh, there was a video of a girl that was yelling at this dude that had uh, dreadlocks. Remember that oh, shit? I saw that. That was so gross. I felt so bad for that kid because he's bad just too. like some college kid that likes reggae music and smoking weed and yeah. seemed very harmless in that aspect. And he was Anyways, why don't you? Yeah, why don't you? Yeah, so this this dude, <laughs> this is white dude with dreadlocks, yeah. and this uh, black woman was just like berating him for having dreadlocks, talking right. about how he, your cultural, you're appropriating my culture, blah blah blah, blah and like just screaming at him, just and he was just trying to get away, and she kept pulling him back. And I'm just like, well, first of all, you're kind of assaulting him by pulling him back. She did. She yeah. actually made herself look really bad. Yeah. <laughs> that was it, not a good look. Well, her. and the worst part was is that dreadlocks is not an African thing. That's another thing yeah. why she fucked up is she picked the wrong thing to, yeah. <laughs> to get angry about. She me a history lesson. I think, I'm pretty sure it was the Greek, the Greek people, or people from. Yeah, I read an article. It is, like, it's a big part of like cultures that involve black people but at the same time it's not really just theirs so yeah well it's also picked, it's like she picked the wrong one if you don't fucking do anything with your hair and you're white guess what turns into fucking dreadlocks like it, that's happens <laughs> when you don't wash it yeah yeah that's just what happens <laughs> it's the same thing with black people like if you don't fucking do anything with your hair it gets all fucked up so that's a thin line like when is it cultural appropriation i think that's the wrong how question. do you tell okay what's the right question well i think that cultural appropriation is a good thing. You know what? I agree with that. I think that um, those are the people you actually bring on to your team and yes. you give them more information and knowledge and, and really they become the advocates for you too. Yep. But instead that fucking bitch, I'm going to call her a bitch. She's yeah. been a bitch. <laughs> she was being a bitch. Slammed the door in the dude's face. Fuck, dude. She yeah. was, that was, you know, that was obviously an expression of a deeper anger that had nothing to do with him. No. Um, I did read one thing which I thought was crazy ridiculous. Is some chick was saying that other girls cannot wear hoop earrings because it is appropriating black culture. And I was like, holy shnikes. I was like, that is extreme. Like, I'm pretty sure hoop earrings do not belong in the category of only black people get to wear those. Yeah, because guess what? I'm in Africa, and I'm trying to remember. I don't remember any large hoop earrings in and Africa. And also, like, Latin American women yeah. can claim the same. Anybody can you know? I mean, come on. So I think that's the whole aspect of the PC culture that I'm, I'm really getting sick of that I, I want to do something about, which is, like, if you want to really make the world better, you need to have a better fucking gyroscope as to what is right, what is wrong, like, what is reasonable and what is not, like... Well, the thing that bothers me is that they don't even realize that they're actually advocating segregation. That is also what they're true. doing. <laughs> if you don't want somebody to uh, participate in your culture, you're kind of segregating yourself. Right. You're like, this stuff is only for me and my people. Yeah. Fuck you and your people. Yeah. I think it would be way better served, which is actually American as fuck, yeah. is the melting pot. You mm. know what I mean? We all share each other's culture, mm. and we all participate with each other and have conversations, you know, but... This whole new... Th- I don't even know where this mindset came from where, oh, your culture, you're appropriating my culture. Well, what fucking culture are you talking about? And, right. why, and why can't I enjoy your culture? Yeah, what is the problem with should. that? should. I mean, dude, that's your opportunity to bring them on board the team, you know? Fucking... It's, you know, this is a kind of a side note, but it's, it, in terms of the, the line, in terms of trying to figure out if something... 
how to respond to something. I was walking down the street at night. I was in San Francisco. This guy um, was talking on the phone like really loud as he was walking towards me and past me on the sidewalk. And he's talking about how he's going to beat the shit out of his girlfriend when he gets home. Whoa. Like, I'm going to whoop that bitch's ass. And, like, so, of course, I looked at him, right, as we're walking. He's walking by me. And I look at him, and we make eye ta- contact. And he goes, what the fuck are you looking at, you Asian motherfucker? Oh, Jesus, dude. Right? And it's funny because, like, <laughs> I stopped, right? And I'm watching walk away. I'm like, oh, my God, I could take him down so easy in so many ways. Especially his dumb ass just insulted me and turned his back on me. And, uh, and then I, but then I was like, you know what? Let me think of, let me unpack what he just said. I was like. I am Asian. <laughs> I have I, not fucked my mother. I don't but... <laughs> fuck my mom. I was like, so technically, because I was picturing like, if I beat this guy's ass, like, how do I explain this to the cop? Right? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, okay, technically, he didn't actually say something racist. He, he kind of like accused me of incest. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know if that was flying court. It's not really a hate, hate crime per se. So I let it go, you know, because I was like, you know what, that wasn't. But the you, tone of voice was not very friendly. That's things you could always say that you feared that he was going to fucking assault you, right? So, but at the same yeah. time, I was also on my way to volunteer for like a homeless count for the city. Oh, okay, and I was yeah, like, yeah. you know what, I'm trying to do like this community service thing. Don't like, fuck up, don't fuck up your uh, yeah, your karma. my karma or my <laughs> fucking community karma. I was like. I'm going to let him go. Because also, at the same time, I realized me kicking his ass is only going to make him more racist towards Asian people. That's very true. Yeah. And also, I don't have the time or the interest to actually, like, invest the time into, like, changing that perspective. Yeah. Like, he's going to be who he is for a while, and it's going to be up to him to, like, figure that out. He's going to be the way he is for the rest of his life. Pretty much. Yeah. Once you're at that point, I'm about beating the shit out of your girlfriend. and but, but, but the point is, like... I was definitely full of rage for a second. Like yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like the adrenaline shot up, and I'm like, "Dude, I could just totally run behind him, kick the back of his knee, and grab him and fucking choke him out, or yeah. whatever, slam his head on the ground." You know what I mean? Like I was picturing all that shit. Yeah. And then I was like, "Ah," but he he was like almost mostly racist, but not quite racist enough for me to like feel like I need to correct him. <laughs> yeah. Just, just let that shit go, man. Fucking, I let it go, yeah. So just let, let the idiots go. Because yeah. I, I can guarantee you, his life is so fucking shit. His life sucks, dude. Yeah. Honestly, that's why I don't fuck with people like that. Because I realize, like, for you to do something, like let's say break into your car or whatever stuff like that, like you have to be in a really shitty situation to be, go that far. Yep. So I mostly feel bad for people like that in general. Yeah, I do too. It's it's a, some sad shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I keep hearing that cultural appropriation thing brought up, and I. I heard um, there's like this new one where people are trying to say that uh, people are hating black hair in uh, the workplace. What? And I'm just like, so what does that mean? How? Yeah. Yeah, because they're saying that basically you can't go into work with your hair natural as a black person. I'm like, first of all, yes, you can. Because <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah. I had an afro for a little bit, a little yeah. bit, and nobody gave a fuck. Right. If you keep it neat, right. nobody gives a shit. Yeah. You know if what I mean? If you don't, you look like a hobo. Yeah, you, you, you can't go in there looking like old dirty bastard. You know what I mean? Because it's also still a workplace. Yeah, it's a workplace. You know, and, yeah. and for you to sit there and, and and scream that, you know, that's racist, it's not racist because if a white person went in there with fucked up hair, mm, somebody would say something. They would say the same thing. Yeah. And but they, they it's this, it's the victim mentality you were talking about before. They they want to scream victimhood and not look at the actual goddamn facts. Fuck victim mentality. I'm so sick of that shit. The internet has amplified it so much. And this is the time that 
when you can't be a victim. No. Like, no. if you want shit to change and you're disadvantaged, this is, like, the worst time to be a victim. If well, there's ever a good time. Well, that's, that's the weird thing is that we're so empowered right now through technology that none of us should really feel like victims anymore. We should be able to band I together. I give it one more generation, dude. Because I know my generation, we knew what life was like before the internet. Yeah. Already, there's plenty of kids born that have no idea. Like, literally, for every single human being on this planet with internet, you have the opportunity to do something with your life. You could be totally anonymous, and your skin color doesn't matter at all. You can make millions of dollars online without ever talking to somebody, without ever dealing with anybody in person. Like, there's there's no... no. I was actually thinking, dude, like, if I'm... If I'm going to be rich, I'm going to start programs in urban areas where poor people get to fucking understand how things work online, like e-commerce yeah. or like whatever it is, like things that like the poorest person in India can start by themselves, yes. which means you don't have an excuse. So just expose them to it and be like, hey, you can do this. Well, and it's also showing I, I would I would like to do a, a similar thing is but it's actually showing exactly how money works and how wealth works mm-hmm. how to make money and then also like the proper fields to go into I think too many kids nowadays they're they're pushed into going to college when most people probably shouldn't go to college no you know what's that's so out of date it's that's gonna die too it's 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 gonna switch where colleges are gonna have to really prove that they deserve to charge you yeah. that kind of money um, which they don't currently because, you know, nowadays you got kids that are growing up where, like, they literally learn everything from Google and YouTube. Yeah. And they're making money. So, like, why would they – or they're achieving their goals, you know what I mean? Like, I was just listening to this podcast with this dude. He's, like, a 20-year-old YouTube star. And one thing I really loved about his mentality is everything he didn't know about, he knew that all it took was actually studying it on the internet and you'll eventually yeah. know it. You have the world's combined knowledge <laughs> yeah. in your pocket if you have yeah. a cell phone, yeah. a smartphone. That's you know? what I'm saying. So pretty soon there's no excuse. Like it doesn't matter your cultural background or even like the neighborhood you grow up in. Like if you have internet service and any kind of smarts, it's up to you to get it done. So yeah. fuck victimhood. Fuck fuck all those people. You know what? Those people who play victim they're not even going to survive in the society anyways because they don't have the fucking mentality it takes to rise above whatever their situation is. Right. So, they, they don't this is why I wish that more people would like travel. Yeah, oh, traveling is huge. Because in like, especially third world countries. Yeah. I think if you go to a third world country, you will understand how, how much of a bitch you really are. Because there there are places that I've been to where literally the rain has killed people. <laughs> he told me. I'm like, dude, the rain killed people. Right. That's what I realized, too. I think we talked about that in Morocco. I realized, like, you know what? Hold on. I don't mean tornado. I don't mean fucking hurricane. <laughs> I just mean fucking rain. <laughs> like actual rain. Actual rain. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I, I think, you know what? Um, people need to travel so they could see how the other world truly lives. Yeah. And that show will readjust their priorities. Yeah. Um, do you know about a guy named Justin Wren? He's an MMA fighter. Mm. Probably haven't heard of him. Mm. But um, I've been following him since he was on uh, the... Well, I've been listening to what he had to say since the Joe Rogan experience. He was uh-huh. on there a while back. This guy is so fucking inspirational. So first of all, he's a, he's a very large white guy. Yeah. And what I mean by large, he's like, he looks like a fucking Viking. <laughs> all right? 
Yeah. Um, he looks like, but he's like the kindest speaking guy. Yeah, yeah. But when he gets in the fucking ring, he just fucks people he's up. A beast. Yeah, yeah. But so he stopped doing MMA, uh-huh. a successful MMA career for like five fucking years because he went to Africa and oh, he went he to the Congo. Yeah, and then he saw the pygmies uh-huh. and he saw like how they had zero rights. Like literally, they had no rights to their land. People would put them in zoos with fucking monkeys. And they had what his his big thing was that they had no, they didn't have uh, safe water to drink. And he was like, "What the fuck?" People don't understand. Like, tens of thousands of kids die every fucking day because they don't have proper water to drink. That's crazy. And so what he did was he eventually went over there and he he knew nothing about how to actually get water out of the ground and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But he eventually founded a for uh, founded or I think he got with another organization called Water Four. Mm-hmm. And so they they dig wells to get groundwater and. He was explaining, this is what I love about this guy. He said that you, the problem with most people that go to Africa, especially mm-hmm. like other cultures that go to Africa, mm-hmm. they try to fix Africa by, by giving them stuff. Yeah. He's like, that's not the way to go. Yeah. He's like, what we do is we go there and build wells and teach people how to build the wells, the wells and then how to repair them if they're broken. Nice. And we give them jobs. Yeah. Instead of giving them stuff. Because if you just give somebody something, like they don't understand the value of it. You know what I mean? They don't understand, but mm. like they don't have to work anymore. But at the same time, you're kind of doing it's like a this service. Magical thing that appears, and they don't know the, what it took or how to prepare prepare for themselves. Exactly, especially especially when you're coming from like a uh, like a uh, a pseudo primitive society where they literally have nothing. And but but they're hard workers. But if you just give them stuff, eventually they're going to get into basically America mode. Mm. You know what I mean? And so what he what he did was he's actually showing everybody how to build stuff on their own. Like, mm. he'll bring volunteers. Well, not volunteers anymore. He has employees. Yeah. He said he can't do volunteers because, most, first of all, for, most volunteers are not experts and they can't help. Right. And then second of all, their solution is just give them stuff. And so right. he, they don't, he doesn't do that anymore. He, just, he only gets experts to go over there to teach people how to provide for themselves. And I think that is one of the best things ever. I think it's a Ronald Reagan quote. He said, the best social program ever is a job. Mm. And I totally agree with that. True that, dude. America has been founded in a lot of trying times by giving a lot of people jobs to do something. Yeah. I mean, it, it gives you purpose. And I and I totally understand from like a, I'm, I'm a sort of like a futurist that mm. eventually they're going to be no fucking jobs. True. True. Um, but until then, they need motherfucking jobs. Exactly. Yeah. Like once we get to the point to where we don't need jobs, we're, we have other problems that have to be solved before that. True. And we're not, we're not there yet. But it, it's coming. And I think that's... Uh, People are already fighting against it right now because when we saw like when the whole job market crash or the housing market crashed and then the job market kind of crashed mm-hmm. too, people didn't understand that there were jobs that didn't need to be there mm-hmm. because they were already they were already replaced. Mm-hmm. And then th- this is the problem that I have when people are talking about um, they really want minimum wage to be higher, and it's like, well, so you don't have very many skills, first of all, all right. So your your job is already automatically going to get paid way less than a normal job. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you're working your job basically by the grace of a corporation because they can literally replace you but with fucking robots at this point. Mm. And that's what some corporations are already doing, like McDonald's and, and Wendy's. They're already replacing oh, it's going to happen. It's all happening. Yeah, but people, they, they're fighting for these jobs. But it's like, dude, you're fighting for something that you probably don't even really need. You know what I mean? Or something that you're that is wrong for you to begin with. So you need right. to find something that's actually going to contribute to our current society in a useful way instead of working a job just to do something. You know what I mean? Well, essentially, I think universal income is going to have to happen. Um, but it's not now. No, it, there's going to be casualties is, yeah. before that. But yeah. I guess that's the price for evolution. It is. Well, the evolution thing, is, it's so... 
it's tied right now to like a like a rocket mm. to a rocket that and the rocket is technology mm-hmm. and that where that rocket's going we don't fucking know but it keeps <laughs> speeding up that's true and yeah it's uh kind of beyond our control at this point yeah but, i mean the the first time uh, a human skinned an animal and put on that skin to protect himself from the cold that's that's when it was all over for mother nature for us <laughs> literally it was like no other animal can do that right like they don't understand that you can use other materials to protect right. yourself yeah so. I, I i'm definitely a firm believer of the future and i'm just hoping that there's enough goodwill people that will solve the problems for everybody else before we obliterate ourselves and even if we did we wouldn't actually get wiped out we would just start over again you know i have super high hope for that though yeah, me too. I'm, dude. I'm with it, man. If yeah. I have kids, I'm gonna fucking push them all in that and make them as grounded, but also as like technologically advanced as possible. Because science is the only thing that's gonna save us at this point. It's science yeah. versus nature, to be honest. In science is winning. Yeah, by far. Yeah, yeah. So. Human nature is obviously not up to snuff because we haven't evolved in so many areas. Um, every time I drive, I can't wait for autonomous cars. Um, well, I, I don't know. I, I like, I like driving. I like driving too. I'm no, not going like to stop. But we're from that generation. Yeah, yeah. But dude, there will definitely be less accidents. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but uh, that, that danger, like, so I used to ride a motorcycle a lot. I still have two motorcycles. Yeah. Right? And uh, that thrill of like almost death. I hey, I'm yeah. not against that. I'm just saying that we're talking about the bell curve. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's most true. people aren't interested in that thrill. Yeah. And they're not qualified to drive. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people out there. I'm just like, wh- how, where the fuck did you get your license from? Right. <laughs> you know, we went over that shit before, though, with, like, Asian drivers. That shit was funny, though. I, You know what? I don't know if we're at that point yet, but I, I did. I was talking with one of my friends who was a white friend. Um, it didn't come up as a talking point, but it kind of came up, which is the concept of naming your kids. So, like, hmm. black people, which from what I've observed, will, like, come up with their own names for kids. Or maybe that was a period of time? I no, don't know. No, so it's, it's still I'm, true. I had to process what you said. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we were wondering what the thought process was behind that. I think what it is is that... Because um, I would totally do that with my kid. So, African Americans <laughs> are... I'm saying that... Say, obviously, as an African American, because yeah. I am one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that there's a we we face we face a unique problem in America okay. that most other ethnicities don't. Being removed from your true identity. Yes, yeah. for so or long. The origin of identity. Yes. Yeah. Because in America, if if you're Caucasian, people just call you American, and you could trace it too. Yeah, when you're in America, right? right? Well, most people understand when they're black is that they they they're constantly clawing to have that unique. Um, Ethnic identity. Uh-huh. So however they can do that, they yeah. will do that. Okay. But they don't understand is that once you leave America, they just see you as American. Right. And I think that's part of the problem. That right. People are they're, they're trying to be so unique with who they are in America that they don't understand that they are just American. And they don't need to be – it really doesn't serve a greater purpose to try to make yourself and your children more unique. Mm. Especially with just a name. That's kind of trivial to me, mm. um, but at the same time, I mean, I have a my fucking name is weird. My you know my my oh, given that's name. Right. I didn't so even think about that. It, it's in Do Arabic. You know what it means? Yeah, yeah, it means gifted one, which is totally weird oh, because okay. it's in Arabic, and I'm just like, dude, we're in a fucking America. But is it a time <laughs> when like my, both my parents were Black Panthers and shit? So right, you know, I get it. Yeah. But you know, this is like you know 24, 2017 now, so 
You know, parents, I notice, are very... Um, as a child, you're at the mercy of the the personality of your parents. Yeah. Um, I have some friends, they were thinking of naming their kid after a comic book character. And they're trying to figure out uh, a good name, and they were thinking... Um, Grayson. Yeah, nice. I was like... If you're going to pick a comic book character's name, that's actually a fucking cool one. That's my nephew's name. I would definitely go with that. <laughs> and also, I like Nightwing. I like the character. I used yeah. to read the comics and stuff like that. Um, but naming your kid like Cal L. That'd be kind of weird. It's a little bit on the weird side. But yeah. I realized, like, wow, those kids don't have a choice. So so we were just... Uh, I don't know if we even talked about it, but we were just wondering, like, what the origins were was of that of, uh, yeah i think it's, you know. it's trying to differentiate ourselves from the rest of america which got it which is like uh we all, we even gave ourselves made up fucking holidays right like juneteenth is an american african-american holiday I know kwanzaa that. is an african-american holiday it's, it's not it's celebrated not no it's not celebrated in africa what yeah, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense because africa is a whole bunch of countries so which country's yeah. holiday is that yeah so whoa i didn't that i had no idea actually. yeah I, I think we're better served with just continuing our um melting with american culture Got like I, I don't i don't see why we have to keep trying to separate ourselves from this country because this country is fucking awesome i understand at the same time that we've been fucked over in the past but guess what that was way before me and most people that are listening to this podcast were ever fucking born and so i'm not going to carry forward those what happened in the past to today because I, I can't make the people accountable today for shit that their ancestors did. Cause that's ridiculous. It's true, man. The moral of the story is like, if you're listening to this, you have the internet, shut the fuck up, Sorry. do something with your life. Like yes. there's whatever there's, yeah, people have are disadvantaged at the same time. Shut the fuck up, do something with your life. Like you got the internet. I don't, I don't even know how else to say it. Dude, I just started, um, because I've been trying to learn more things, you know, just to stimulate my mind. So I started uh, learning HTML. Oh, nice. I was like, dude, I have never learned any coding language. Like, when I was in junior high, I tried to pick up uh, C++, and I remember yeah. I was like, Ugh. I just bought this book, and I was like, well, what the fuck is this? And yeah. I just, like, put it down. Anyways, I, I'm, I'm really sad I didn't learn this earlier. But, dude, it's, like, so awesome, like, learning any kind of other language yeah. and... It's been super fun and like even just learning what I've learned so far, being able to see code and like start to actually understand it. Yeah. You know, like be able to like formulate in my mind how things work. It's like there's no excuse for anybody younger than me. <laughs> like it's all out there for you. You could literally learn anything you want. Well, and that's that's an important thing to actually know. Yeah. What's not important to know is shit like fucking gender studies or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I think, who was it? Christina Hoff Summers. And it said, if you want to get rid of the the wage gap, stop taking gender studies and start taking uh, electrical engineering. Exactly. I actually firmly believe that the children of the future, um, more than any other second language, is going to be coding. Some form of coding. Yeah. Like, I think, I really believe, like, by the time, let's say, Riley grows up, like, if you don't know a second language in the form of coding, you're going to be way behind the general achievers out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even for me, I realized, like, whoa, I better fucking catch up because um, there's no way I'm going to have fucking kids and be like, oh, I don't know what coding is. I don't understand anything about it. Like, what are you doing? You know, like, 
Well, How am I going to fucking raise them, you know? Yeah, well, it's kind of funny. I don't code per se, but I do have a deep knowledge on shit that people don't even fucking know about, mm-hmm. like raid technologies and mm. data corruption and shit like that. And I, and yeah, I but the point bit, is you yeah. understand technology from yeah. behind the curtain yeah, in yeah. some aspect versus the majority of people have no concept of how things work, similarly to how they don't understand how a McDonald's hamburger gets in front of them. Yeah, most people don't understand where the fuck meat comes from. Yeah, if you actually <laughs> understood it, you would definitely know that ham- hamburgers from McDonald's are not meat that you should eat. Yeah, no, they're not. Because <laughs> it's impossible to yeah. make a hamburger that cheap. Yeah. There's a reason why there's no 99-cent burgers in your mom-and-pop shop, because it's not financially feasible to have real meat and have it charge 99 cents and make a profit yeah i mean what the fuck are you eating you know what i mean well it's all some of it is is government subsidies but yeah Still, for the most part, I mean, we're right. talking about mcdonald's yeah, and yeah. carl's jr and shit that's just that's not real meat well you know it's funny that it's actually something that I, i've talked about for for a little while is that just going on the government subsidies thing yeah is that i really wish that um they would stop subsidizing subsidizing corn yeah because it would get rid of like a huge problem in america which is obesity uh-huh because I don't think people under, people don't understand that high fructose corn syrup is in fucking everything, yeah. but it's subsidized. You never wonder why the fuck soda is so goddamn cheap to keep farmers in business. Yeah, and it's for like literally, it's so ridiculous right now. Is that if you have an acre of land and that acre of land, you, if you if you're growing corn and it is not fruitful for that year, if you don't get anything from that, the government pays you for that land. Oh, dude, and they they pay you to fucking to put that corn down for everything. And it's like, can we just get rid of that subsidy so we can have Soda costs what it normally costs because soda should normally cost like three dollars a can. Mm. It really should, right? Like the homemade type stuff. Yeah, well, even well, just you can still have high fructose corn syrup, but it just wouldn't be subsidized, so yeah, it wouldn't so keep it still the cost more. Yeah, it wouldn't be artificially low, and yeah. we would and we would save fucking money on tax on tax money from that shit, and it would help with obesity. <laughs> true that, true that. I'm with you on that. See if I if I was dictator, man, I'm just saying. I no, I would definitely, shit. I would definitely have you, rather have you running shit than a lot of people. Well, anybody is better than the guy we have right now. Well, almost. Yeah. Oh, almost, dude. We got to go back to this. So I kind of was like revisiting some old podcasts, and I was like listening to the one where it was before he was, or uh, was it before? It was right before. It was when he was elect. Mm-hmm. And you said that you think that he, him, and Hillary are pretty much the same. Yes, I still do. You still feel that way? Yes. I feel he's worse. Really? Yeah. Because, dude, look at... This is this is my argument. It's not him. It's his people. Yes. I mean, for me, I care about the environment a lot. So the fact that they're going to destroy the environment is... Okay, let's let's say you put Hillary in one column and Trump in the other. Mm-hmm. And, and let's, let's do like a tally off in terms of the damage they're going to do mm-hmm. to different industries, right? Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna put Trump like definitely fucking the environment up. How? By repealing so many laws that have protected different areas, and like the EPA and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So let me just talk in the EPA real quick. Yeah. All right. I understand the. But repeal- it's not just the EPA though. It's him repealing stuff that protected average citizens from corporations that want to rape the environment, and now they're rolling back a lot of those. So you're talking so- about the, the like the Dakota Access Pipeline? Yeah, that but not just example. that. It's just them. Basically trying to turn back everything. Where like they're trying to make it so that corporations could do whatever they want without worrying about repercussions about how they're affecting the environment. So I don't think that that would be too far different from Hillary Clinton. And I'm going to explain. Because of fracking? Well, yeah. Fracking is a big one. <laughs> yeah, I saw All that right. Obama fucking 
oh, expanded yeah. that like crazy. Yeah, 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 which is the reason why our gas prices are so low is that it costs around our environment. Yeah. And if the EPA was so effective, then why the fuck are you allowing so many so much fucking fracking? Why the, why is Flint, Michigan still have lead in all their like have you seen the water in Flint? It's still fucked up. Yeah. And and actually, you know what's funny is I heard in Oakland it's actually the same levels. Just our water, the water happens to be clear. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Side note, um, I think we're about to hear a lot new, of new stuff because I just saw a study or something that was released that there's eight cities in California that have the same or worse yeah. situations than Flint. Fresno has double the the levels of lead. That um, Flint does, but the problem with Flint though is that it's not just lead's like the one of the worst ones, mm. but it's not just lead. Like literally, you turn on your faucet there and it's brown, oh. so you know right away that it's fucked up. Right, all right. Like there's but, no way around that. Yeah, there's no way around that. <laughs> Second, um, there's we have a, an aging infrastructure in America that um, no president since I think uh, what the fuck is his name might have been Truman has really given a shit about. Mm-hmm. Like, really fixed me because FDR. It was it was a long time ago, like before I was born. And by now, everything's broken down again. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're, we're not, like, we're, we're using pipes that are from, like, the 50s or yeah, before. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Like, those like, fucking things don't last forever. You can't change that shit. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't take something, put it underground, and one rot, run water through it for 50 fucking years yeah. and have no perceivable effect. I agree. That's why I'm actually going to get a filtration system for my sink. Oh, I just for like the water and like that I drink, I just get bottled water. Not bottled. I get like a, I get like a water place to get water. Reverse osmosis really? water. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, that's what the um, filter does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just I don't. She's so w- when it comes to Hillary, she's already been paid off by these fucking people. So I don't believe that she would do any worse or better of a job than President Trump. Okay, then what I'm gonna counter with what about? All the fucking uh, racial hate and things that definitely would not have happened under Hillary. So the racial... Well, I don't know. I, I saw... I'll send you the article, but they're apparently already one-fifth of hate crimes have been done in the name of Trump. Right. So those people were already fucking racist before Trump. <laughs> All right. Look, I, I, I didn't vote for... Look, I'm going to say it again. I don't know why the fuck I have to say this, but I know someone <laughs> is already listening. There's like, oh, he's a fucking Trump supporter. Fuck Trump. All right. right? I don't fucking like that guy. Right. I, I think he's a shitty president. I think he's not doing. I think he's doing an awful job. But at the same time, I'm not gonna. You know, if he's doing something, I, I will point out what Hillary Clinton is doing. Would have done as well. All right. Yeah. So what the fuck did you ask me again uh, about uh, the the the, the racial? Hate, yeah. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, they were racist before he came in office. Obviously, they're just they're coming into light now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. We have this PC culture right now. Do you think that it would have been any better with the, the gender dynamic or racism if Hillary Clinton would have became president? Because the same people that were racist would have been complaining that there was a fucking woman in, woman in power and that minorities are taking over. They're the same people. Okay, you know what? I, I don't know about that, but actually one thing I did think on the BART that I do think is valid is that it's, it's not the people that are already racist. It's the people in the middle who are good-hearted but ignorant that can be influenced because of their own stupidity one way or another. And the rhetoric that Trump has spewed has given them the green light to think that this is a socially acceptable path for their thought process. So you have to enlighten me. What what has he done that 
Oh, come on, dude. All the stuff that's been publicized that he did at his fucking rallies and stuff. What? And, get, yeah. You gotta give me examples, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, when people are protesting and then there's violence and then later the next day he's like, yeah, they should be punched in the face. Um, or, you know, clowning on black people or whatever that are there when they're even part of his own party. When did that happen? I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll look for that. Okay. It was it, he was clowning on some guy, and he was saying something that I don't know about the thing when he said punch in the face. But I mean, yeah. saying punch somebody in the face is not a racist. Okay, what about the fact that Steve Bannon, who is his, so I still have to do research on that guy. Okay, honestly, I, I, I first no of all, he's he is. clearly a white supremacist. Okay, okay. I mean, he's made documentaries where if you watch it. Uh, I was actually watching a thing about a video analyzing it. He definitely has an idea of how things are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And you could see it, the documentaries he made correlates to, like, the actions that he's been taking with mm-hmm. Trump is, like, to get his agenda going. And not to mention you have people, like, uh, who was the guy that was on his com- campaign? And he's, like, a member of, like, a Nazi party from fucking I don't know. Norway or so, some shit. There's people in his fucking cabinet okay. that are. And then, okay, and let's throw out all that shit. And let's just talk about the fact that so many people in his party are dealing with Russia and are so corrupt. And for me, in a game of world like supremacy, having people in your party that are beholden to Russian interests. Well, that's not racist, right? That's, just, that's not racism. Okay. But I'm still saying, like, why would we choose one president over the other? You know? Well, right. It's well, like, but when it comes to like Hillary, though, she's paid off by people too. <laughs> okay, what if it was Bernie versus fucking Trump? Bernie versus Trump? Yeah. You really going to fucking say that there's the, still the same? No, 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 no. I think Bernie would be, he, he would have been the better candidate. I think that's for what, sure. I, think right? that's what the, I, I still would not have voted for Bernie Sanders, but he, he would have you been. You like that other dude? What was his name? Who? I forgot. Oh, I liked uh, Gary Johnson. Okay. I don't yeah. know enough about him, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like me with like Steve Bannon. I, I don't fucking, I didn't do my research on him because right, I heard right, people right, complain right. about him all the time. I'm like, right. what the fuck are you complaining about? Because I just don't know. Right. I'll look it up. Um, but when it comes to. Uh, Bernie Sanders, that that was the downfall of the Democratic Party. I mean, honestly, well, they, no, that was the Democratic Party. Yeah, you're right, it was because they're the ones that screwed him out of it. Yeah, and if people want to talk about, oh, well, Hillary wasn't that corrupt, the bitch literally had the questions of a fucking. I know, so corrupt. That's why I'm actually, as a liberal, am really hating liberals right now because they're so lame about so, how they went about stuff. Let me explain what I was going to say. I know yeah. you you knew, but yeah. listeners probably don't know what the fuck oh, I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> Donna Brazil, who was a, mod- a moderator for one of their debates, right. gave her all the questions before the debate. This is proven. This is a fucking fact. That's corrupt as fuck. And that's just one symptom of an overall totally corrupt campaign to yeah. make sure that Hillary got the nomination. And yeah, they fucked over Bernie Sanders. They did on purpose. It, that's definitely well documented. I'm definitely not going to deny that. Um, and actually, you know what? I'm also kind of feeling like, hey, maybe Trump needed to be here because it exposed a lot of lies that liberals were telling themselves. This is a post-racial America. Like, were any conservatives saying that? No, it was just fucking liberals trying to give themselves a fucking pat on the back. Because they're... And and an excuse to not fucking feel guilty. Just because they're fucking... I don't want to say they're dumb, but they're fucking dumb. It was dumb. Look, if you look at the goddamn map, it was impossible. What, what do you what do you see? If you look at like demographics as far as like uh, liberals and conservatives go, on the coast you have con- uh, liberals. In the middle of the rest of the United all States, it's all conservatives. This well, is the reason- by majority, yes, yeah, by majority. <laughs> yes. All right, this is the reason why the electoral college kind of makes sense 
because if there was no electoral college, only four fucking states would decide, would decide who the president is. They have to reweight it a little bit. They though. do. That's not. It's not balanced. But anyways, I agree with what you're saying. I think. Um, and at the same time, you know what? I am a firm believer that all our institutions are so corrupt that maybe some destruction has to happen before it gets better. I don't know. You well, burn it down a little bit. It's American corrupt. But let's say this for sure. Trump and his gang, their agenda 100% is to rape the economy. As I don't even think they're really, aside from Steve Bannon and maybe some other people, I don't think Trump himself is actually racist. I think all he cares about is money. And from what I've been tracking, all they're doing is like clearing the path for them and their friends and people in the same industries to make as much money in every way as possible, which to me impacts definitely uh, the environment, which impacts uh, different social services and things like that. Like how they're talking about they don't want to feed old people and kids in schools anymore because it's not profitable. So... Come on, you can't. I know that, that's I pretty. Know that's fucked up. Yeah, they do I, some I fucked know, up things I know too. It's fucked up. I, I, I look. I will fully admit that is real fucked up. <laughs> that one is a hard one for them to dance around. It is, <laughs> but at the same time, in the you know the truth always comes out of the butt. I guess um, we have we've been spending out of our means for the past fucking twelve years. You, you know, know what? more than there, that. Yeah, there's and some reality checking. That something to has to get cut. And no matter what you cut, you know, it's going to be bad. And this is like one of the perfect examples. Like people were talking about how. Um, <laughs> so you want to be more of a Klingon society where the young and the old get called because well, we no. need to support I mean, them. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I want to live in a society where everybody's taken care of. But at the same time, we like before him, they kept expanding all this power to the president. They kept expanding all these fucking programs. Uh, yeah. That honestly, there's too many of them that we don't need. I'm not saying that um, we don't need a program to feed kids mm. or the elderly. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is that we have too many programs that generally cost too much because we're overspending. Like literally, mm. we're running in a or deficit right now. Or not spending intelligently. Yeah, because you can't tell me like if if this was like a, a family and you were in debt by six hundred thousand dollars <laughs> and you only made. I don't know, $300,000. How the fuck are you going to possibly spend that? How how are you going to possibly pay that off? It's impossible. You have to cut back on something. You have to lower your expenditures. That's the only way around it. You can't keep asking for more and more money, which is typically what uh, Democrats would do. They want to keep expanding the budget, but you can't keep doing that. It's like giving a crackhead more crack Hmm. because you're not spending the money that they gave you to begin with. And and I'm sick and tired of these uh, politicians mismanaging my money. That, I mean, that's for sure. I mean, but that's way before Trump or Hillary yeah. or anybody. That's... But he's still, Trump is still part of the problem, even though he's trying to fix it, no matter what. Nah, I don't think he's trying to fix anything. Well, he's trying to like get the budget sort of under control. Right. But at the same time, it's like people were complaining um, about him expanding the military budget again, right? I say again because most people forget that fucking point. Again, people forget that President Obama drastically reduced our armed forces in America during his presidency. Mm-hmm. And what uh, President Trump is doing is he's, he's getting him back to the levels that they used to be, which I think is sort of important. But at the same time, I think that our military budget is a bit too big. And I think that if we really want to talk about reducing our actual budget, um, we need to look at important shit that actually costs a lot of money. Because the, the programs that you were talking about, they don't cost shit as far as the, the, our budget goes. They, they cost literally nothing. They're, they're fractions of a percent of our budget. What are huge percentages of our budget is the military budget 
And part of that, which is a huge percentage, is uh, contractors, civilian contractors. And I say that with utmost certainty because I was a civilian contractor. They spent way too much fucking money. When I was in Iraq, for me as one person, they, they spent over $1.3 million for just, my, just me for one fucking year. That's great. Just me. All right? What they need to do is they need to go through that entire uh, civilian contractor um, contracts with a program manager and actually look at what we actually need and what we don't need. And the stuff that we don't need that can be done by the military, use that money in the military because you can afford way less. It costs way less money to have a person in the military do the job than a civilian contractor. Perfect example, when I was in the military, I, paid, I got paid as a, like an E3, or I'm sorry, E4, maybe around $30,000 a year. Once mm-hmm. I got out, all of a sudden I was worth $1.3 million. How the fuck does that work? <laughs> I, so this makes me actually curious. I have a personal question. Do you think that 9-11 was an inside job or was somehow manufactured in any way for the advantage of the military-industrial complex? No, but I think it was... um, I do not think that it was done by the United States government. What I do think is that they took an opportunity to use that yeah. With the military industrial, I believe in the military industrial complex. It was it was one oh, by I mean, that's, a long time Well, that ago. part is well proven that yeah. they, they took it and ran like a fucking football with nobody in front of them. But yeah, they, um, they will use any opportunity to keep. But what about it? studies by numerous experts saying that there's no way that this could have been done by a plane explosion? Uh, well, I've seen other studies that show. I've seen people that are actually metallurgists and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, we've never had a a, a fucking build uh, a plane flying to a building before. And if people say that it takes you know X amount of temperature to, to melt steel, it doesn't take melting steel. You don't need to get into liquid form for a, a building that weighs trillions of tons to fall. All you have to do is get one part to bend, and the next part bends, and the next part bends, and the next part bends. What is in question, though, I think it was like, was it Tower 7 or something like that? Yeah. That uh-huh. one was kind of weird. But as far as like the, the Twin Towers go, um, I don't think that was an inside job at all. No. Mm. I just think that it was capitalized on. Because... Mm-hmm. The same people. You that, don't think at coerced in in any way. Like, what if it's no. not the government itself, but just people that are very wealthy that have an interest in? Oh, for sure. Complex. I, but I don't think those people were government tied per se. I don't think it would because if I honestly believe that, I cannot live in America anymore. If I thought that if <laughs> that that our American government killed th- uh, three thousand people yeah. to start a war, I wouldn't live here anymore. And it's also giving the government way too much credit. The government is dumb as fuck, and they're inefficient. Hmm. But individuals aren't. Individuals are, but this took this took people. It was way too many people. Hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? no, I don't. I don't I'm actually kind of I teeter totter on that. Um, I actually don't subscribe to the the idea that there's any limit to what people will do because one thing I do believe is that people with ultimate power will do anything, and that our ideas of what right is right and wrong don't apply to them. Or to their thinking. Right. So, uh, you know, killing a thousand people when they're already profiting off of hundreds of thousands of people dying. Right. I don't know if they would actually care. But but uh, I'm kind of in the same boat with you. What about, I'm just curious, like, what about um, the idea that the government was responsible for the crack cocaine epidemic? That's a difficult one because I, I have heard pretty credible sources that I mean, it's kind of well documented by now. Yeah, through uh, uh, Rick Ross, Rick Ross, right. the original. Rick yeah, Ross. I saw that too. Yeah, um, I think that it's possible. Right. Yes, however, it also comes down to personal accountability. 
I didn't see the CIA shooting up. Okay, that, that, arms, that's a different you know I mean? thing. That's but a different introducing thing. Because yeah. I remember I had this argument with this guy. He, I mean, he was a PhD graduate from Stanford, like a legit genius IQ level person. Mm-hmm. And we had this huge argument. He refused to believe that the government had any culpability in that situation. And his theory was that the rich people who wanted cocaine for themselves caused a trickle-down effect for the ghettos. And I was like, dude, that's like physically and economically impossible because like you would have to have how many tons of raw cocaine appear in the United States. Not only that, there's no black person in that community uh, for the most part, unless you're Denzel Washington, that would have the resources to orchestrate going to Colombia or some other that country. Was, that was based on a true story, by the way. I know, but yeah. that's just one guy, though. We're yeah, talking yeah. about all the ghettos in America right. from fucking West Coast to East Coast. I mean, I think it's highly improbable that a bunch of individuals in each city somehow got the connection. All I'm saying is that there's also documents well you know, released showing the involvement, at least, of the CIA you know, well, one of the reasons why I think it's possible is because we have on record it's uh, what was it Nixon and I think it was Kissinger mm-hmm. on audio talking about how they made uh, cannabis illegal mm-hmm. because they noticed a correlation of people that were in um, civil rights movements that were African Americans like Black Panthers and stuff like that that they Smoking actually used weed. cannabis and so yeah. that they made it illegal so they could, it was an easy excuse, excuse to arrest them exactly. I yeah. mean, come on, the schemes are well documented on that so but but my whole point of this meandering part of the conversation is that um i noticed that intelligence does not affect your personal beliefs and a lot of times it comes down to what you personally believe is possible or not because it says something about you about what you think can happen so this guy that i was talking with basically was telling me that he believed in the government enough that he just turned on the blinders and refused to accept the possibility okay. that the government was responsible for anything heinous that he would think that they shouldn't you know, do, you know? So I think there's different kinds of intelligence. Yeah. Um, bear with me for a second yeah. here. Um, the intelligence I that, that I value the highest uh-huh. is when you have a belief and you have facts that, that go against your belief. And you take those facts. And you take those facts. Right. And those then become your belief. I agree with that. I, I think, think that's true intelligence. Yes. I yeah. think that there's a lot of people out there that, that mistake book smart right. for you know intelligence i mean right. being able to recite shit from a book doesn't mean you're that intelligent mm-hmm. i mean it sort of does but sort of not mm-hmm. i mean I, I met people that are book smart that were dumb as fuck <laughs> you know what i mean as, as far as like actual common sense so I, I think that there's a correlation of uh book smart to to common sense that goes a long way because i think people miss um life when it comes to being in being stuck in a book i agree and this brings us full circle back to the whole rise of the pc like outrage culture is I think a lot of these people, their big fallacy is that they think they're smarter than the other people that yes. they're judging and they're not. They're exhibiting a different form of ignorance that if I say, for instance, I don't think Moonlight was the greatest movie. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. All yeah. of a sudden I'm racist as fuck. And yeah. like, it's like, I thought it was a good movie and I want to see more movies from the director but to me, the fact that it won an Oscar was just a giant Hollywood hand job so that they could feel better about 
not being racist with all the different situations that have been coming I, up. I literally called it last year. Yeah. All right. Last year, <laughs> the Oscars happened. There was like no black right. representation at all. I was like, they were going to flip it. Again, to you next year, it's going to be all black. Yeah, and, and so guess what? What's going to happen next year? There's going to be less black people because yeah. they're going to feel like, oh, we did, you know, we proved we're not racist. Yeah. So let's go back to telling the stories we want to tell and upholding the stories we want to hold. And it's like, dude, I watched Manchester by the Sea on the airplane. And, okay, Casey Affleck was accused of all this past sexual harassment stuff. But the thing is, the film itself was a really good movie. Like, mm. I thought it was way better than Moonlight, it was better directed, better written. And it was just more of an Oscar film to me. But if I don't say that, Moonlight deserved the Oscar and it's the most amazing film of all time, all of a sudden I'm racist. Well, they, they want to bully you into their belief. And that's the problem that I have with like when people... Oh, good point. This, it's, the, it's the fascism thing. Yeah. And they, they don't even realize that, you know, how much of a bully they're, they're being to you and how yes. fascist they kind of... Like, you can only believe in our beliefs. Yeah. And that is so fucking wrong. You know, I mean, like so this. This is a free society with you know we can all think for ourselves. I don't need to believe everything you believe in, right? And that's fine, right? You know, I, I think that's uh, it, that's why people call it like the, the regre- regressive left now because they're actually mm. advocating for less rights. Mm. Like they they want to sit there and scream about free speech. Meanwhile, I can't say where the fuck I want to to that person. You know what I mean? Because because they'll claim triggering and they need to go to their safe space. Right. You know, the safe space that's segregation. Right. That's literally it's just another word for segregation. True. And then the the um, the triggering is just basically, I don't agree with you, and me saying I don't agree with you means that you no longer have the right to say what I don't agree with, whether it's factually based or not. You know what I mean? And and that is against free speech. It is when you true. say that I'm that you're triggered, you're against free speech. It's basically what you're saying to me. And also shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. So the lessons for tonight is stop being a crybaby. What else? Grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck up. Yeah. Not everything is as extreme as you want it to be. Research. Actually, do actual fucking research and, and don't just don't just take your don't take Emotions. what somebody else said and yeah. you know just because it feels good emotionally doesn't mean that it's right. <laughs> so about Ghost in the Shell. Oh, you know what? Go, go ahead. Yeah, I saw they were trying to backtrack a little bit, and they're like, "Oh, it's not." the character from the anime or the comic it's just a character called major you know she's no longer supposed to be japanese her name is just major you know um i don't you know i'm still a little conflicted because i don't feel too much outrage um i understand the idea of the whole whitewashing um i think i still go back to my earlier stance which is if you really wanted to be asian you need to front the money yourself and make it asian yeah, uh, <laughs> I have two thoughts. Yeah, first of all, uh, I actually think the movie doesn't look that bad. Yeah, I'm like, dude, if there was not this conversation about it, if I was like in high school or some shit, I'll be so juiced to watch it. Yeah, like, it was, looks cool. You and know, I'm gonna go rewatch the movie again, uh, yeah. the the anime again. Uh-huh. But from what I remember, they're taking scenes shot for shot and putting in the movie. Yeah, so I'm like, it, it looks, looks re- kind of cool. It looks it looks pretty good. Second of all, there's an easy way that the studio might do, might not do, easy way to explain away the reason why that she's fucking white. Mm. Even if her name, I forget what the fuck her name was, even if she was Japanese, if she was killed by some group and they want to hide her identity, what better way to do it from a Japanese woman than to be reincarnated as a white chick? Not, That's all I'm saying. Not to mention those social justice warriors are totally ignoring the fact that it is 
very common for anime culture to appropriate white eyes and white nose oh, yeah. and white lips and make their fucking quote Asian people look as un-Asian as possible and make them look as white as fucking possible. Yeah. I don't hear anybody saying some shit about that. Because so. well, they, 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 they don't actually consume the media that they're, that they're actually criticizing. That is also true. Because if you really look at anime... Look, I'm a black guy that watches anime all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. A black guy in anime is racist as fuck. It's, oh, I'm sorry, not racist. It's fucking stereotypical it. as fuck. <laughs> right. Like, almost every goddamn black character in, um, in anime raps or <laughs> does really? some shit like... Yeah, for oh, real. I had it's, no idea. That's just the like, way it is. Uh, uh, like gangster or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> but I give him benefit of the doubt because um, to be, I know for a fact there are not a whole lot of African Americans in Japan, and mm-hmm. so for them, that's what they that's what they see in media. True, and so, so they, they have that's, no reference exactly. And and for me, that's okay. I know they're not doing it out of uh, like malice. That's just what they see. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm I'm okay with that, even though it, it's it to me it's fucking funny. <laughs> so I'm like, that's really what they think that it's like. But I'm, I'm pretty sure if I went to Japan, they'd be shocked. Yeah, well, they they would just if you interact with me, you know what I mean. They'll they'll understand like what it's really like to for somebody to be black. You know what I mean. But they they just don't have the representation there. <laughs> it's the same thing that I was saying, like how most of, in like the middle of America, it's all white people. Like they don't understand what it's like to interact with other ethnicities, and I think that's why you have so many um, racist people that are in that part of the country because they just, they're not, they're used to seeing these stupid ass stereotypes that are perpetuated in media. Um, that's why when people were talking about, oh, I wish the Iron Fist was Asian. Well, hey, guess what? That's a fucking stereotype, you dumbass. Yeah. Every I mean, Asian isn't good at martial arts. Oh, I know. That's a good point. They would have really flipped out about that too. I mean, basically what I learned with those types of people is you can't win. They're, no matter what you do, they're going to look for something. So... Fuck it, man. Just as an artist, be yourself. Fuck PC culture. Resist. You need to express yourself and not worry about how people react. Shout out to fucking Cthulhu Prodigy for fucking <laughs> his Facebook posts are like so not PC that I'm like, can I like this? Like, who's going to yeah, see me if I matter. like this post? I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, you know? So, fuck it. Fuck him if they can't take a joke. Yeah, yeah. He, got, he gets in trouble every now and again, too. I'm sure I'm, he does. I don't know if you noticed, but his girlfriend was, was posting pictures of a couch. No. On his fucking page. Oh, so for that couch life? Because apparently there was some chick that said, I'm going to send, uh, like he posted, she posted on his page, I'm sending him nudes right now, but it's a picture of her hand. And so it was like her nude hand. It was like some uh, kind of inside uh, joke. Nude, yeah. And his girlfriend got pissed. And so she kept posting couches on his fucking timeline. couching? No, for like the couch life. You know what couch life is? Uh-uh. Where you can't uh, go to sleep in your own bed. You got to fucking sleep on the couch. Oh, That's couch life. Yeah. Shit. That's funny. But my counter always is like when everybody talks about couch life, I'm like, look, ain't no chick that I that I know is gonna kick me out of my own fucking bed. Like unless you're fucking Ronda Rousey or some goddamn MMA fighter, it's you ain't kicking me out of my own fucking bed. The man yeah. lets himself get kicked out of the exactly. bed. Exactly. <laughs> like he's just playing a game where hey, I'm gonna go sit on this couch, let you have this fucking bed. Right. But in reality, there ain't no fucking way the woman's gonna get him out the fucking bed. That's a good point. Yeah. But anyway, shout out. I love those posts. It cracks me up, and I uh, hope it stays as un-PC as possible. Swing out. All right, wrapping it up. <laughs> All right. All right, thank you, buddy man. Thank you. Black and yellow off this bitch. Peace.